Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Recorded live. Hey kids, welcome to another episode of Just Talking to the Cornfield with Earl and the Colonel. And happy Mother's Day to all uh, all you mothers out there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, happy Mother's Day. I can hear mine in the other room as as I'm as I'm talking to you. Your mother? I, my mother. My mother. Yeah, I have a mother. Okay, no, no I just didn't know she was over this late. This late. This uh, late in the evening. She, well, she, well, she flew up here. Um, oh, that's right, right, right. And she flew up here for uh, for Mother's Day. Uh, Very nice. And uh, she's now uh, up in the other room. We had a nice brunch. My brother even flew up here. Surprised me. Flew up for a day. So um, did you get to uh, use your new smoker? I didn't. I didn't. I know. Is it because, is it because uh, uh, well, um, weather was kind of weird. This weekend, I mean, we we had a nor'easter yesterday uh, that 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 uh, drowned out, you know, the first half of the weekend, and then uh, today was kind of like iffy, on and off, on and off, you know. No, I, actually, that had nothing to do with it. The whole reason I didn't is because I uh, was um, lazy. Lazy. That's it. Lazy. That's okay. it. Yeah. That's that's the that's, formula. Yeah. All right. Um. Cool. And Major League Baseball is also celebrating. Uh, Mother's Day this weekend with uh, pink hats and logos and and uh, stockings and uh, I guess they're called socks, not stockings, but leggings, whatever you would call the uh, you know the players are wearing. Someone's so, calling all, in. All, all looks pretty good. Someone's calling in. Yeah, yes. be careful. Make make sure you hit the hang up button. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe they're just trying to listen uh, as. Uh, uh, guess for you. If, if if you want us to uh, to include you on the call, you can just 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 give us the give us the high sign in the chat room. But uh, we've had other people call in, uh, uh, you know, who who just wanted to listen. Um, so uh, oh, you know. they're calling in again, dialing in again. No, 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 they're dialed in. I actually I, I hit the unmute for for a second, but um, oh, got it. Uh, um, all right. So, if, well, if you're not expecting anybody, I'll wait in, until we hear, uh, you know, in the chat room if 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 they want us to pick up. So, what did you want? Did you did you unmute the call to see uh, what guest four was uh, was looking for? No, I just I. Are, are you even listening to me? Uh, I am bone ass sober. Okay. Yes. I said, if they want us to, uh, if they want to get on the call, just leave us a note in the chat room, and then we'll do oh, we'll so, do something. Yes. So it's probably have a question yeah. about Jeter. Ah, okay. All right, so we'll we'll uh we'll bring you in, in a second uh here. Uh today uh, just to, just to uh clarify what they were saying there. Today was Derek Jeter's uh retire- retirement retirement the Yankees retired his number today. And uh and uh here let's uh let's bring guest 4 onto onto the show and see what his question. 
Uh, welcome, Guest 4. How are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing great, guys. Great show. I really enjoy listening to it. Um, okay. Yeah, I had, a, I had a question about Derek Jeter. Um, do you think he can suck his own cock? Yes. Actually, it's, it's been – it's been uh, it's it's actually been um, been proven that uh, I, yeah. I think there are there are, I think there are there are tapes out there, right? Actually, did you see the uh, the article today? What's the name of Will Litch's uh, old website? Um, That's been and, yeah yeah. There was a, uh, the the clubhouse uh, guy today came out and said that he and Posada were actually having uh, a romantic affair in a hot tub, and uh, they released uh, today. Uh, that was that, that's that's a story from a long time ago. Uh, right. I just I I, I put I guess we're back on mute again because I'm sure it's probably just going to be more of the same. But uh, um, yeah, that that's that that's that Hori Posada story is, is is something that Deadspin wrote a long long time ago. Mm. And uh, uh, did you did you watch the the ceremony? It was boring as fuck. I said I'd say I, I I'd say it was as it was as boring as the man himself. You know you know I, I, you can't take away with what Derek Jeter did on the field, you know, right. what kind of player he was and everything. But, man, man, oh, man, is he a boring human being. Oh, my God, look what Mr. B just said. No A-Rod at the retirement. Isn't yeah. that interesting? No. Oh. didn't even notice that. He wasn't oh. one of the core guys, you know. He he won one championship with, with Jeter. You know, everybody that won four or more were with were there with him. Um, yeah, I guess Clemens wasn't there, so so that's yeah, that's, that's yeah. Um, <laughs> was as boring as Jeter sucking <laughs> sucking his own. Oh, I, you know, I actually I actually saw, and I, I I was watching it the whole time, and of course, you know, the clips were fantastic. But when his speech, right. I was like, is that it? Is, yeah. is that oh, what yeah. he's gonna say? But that. That was his whole career. He never said anything controversial. Never, uh, uh, you know, he's kind of, uh, kind of, kind of a robot out there when he when uh, 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 what'd your son say here? A few days ago, Jeter was angry during a joint interview with A Rod because he was told he was doing it alone. What? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what he means by that. He was told he was doing it alone. Well, I know I'm sober. I can't really speak on his behalf. No, that's that's your son. Yeah, no, I know who you're oh, talking okay. about. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. It seemed uh, like uh, it seemed like this was a bigger deal, you know, than the last several uh, Yankee members that were retired. Probably because yeah. he's, you know, no doubt first ballot Hall of Famer, whereas Posada, Mariano, and uh, Paul O'Neill. Um, um, and, and and your son just put a, a, a click a, a, a link a link to uh, that that article about uh, about him being uh, angry um, uh, after the Alex Rodriguez. So I'm going to read that. I'm going to read that a- after the show. But uh, interesting stuff. Um, you know, a lot more what interesting else, what than else? anything Jeter had to say. Yeah, certainly. So, and we've talked about Jeter on and on in the show. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna move on. What else happened in baseball this week? There were some cool things. Uh, Anything jump off the page at you? Uh, well, um, I mean, I don't want to be the 800 millionth person to talk about what happened with the Mets and, and Matt Harvey. Um, the one thing that I do think was interesting was when Harvey came back and pitched in Milwaukee, uh, the story could have ended really, really well. And, of course, Terry Collins mismanaged and 
sent Harvey out, you know, after a great inning, and he got, you know, beat up a little bit. And now Estrubal Cabrera has got a uh, torn ligament in his thumb. He's going on the DL. And what's amazing is they're four games under 500, and they're in second place. And that's, yeah. you know. It's, and remember, uh, now that I'm a Met fan, it's a baseball story. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty, pretty crazy what uh, what's what's happened with them. Um, uh, today they lo- today they got swept by your Brewers this weekend, and uh, we're le- we're leading the game today. And then the bullpen gave it up. And they lost eleven to nine on a uh, on a three run homer to Manny Pena. Yep. And who who, who the hell is Manny Pena? Oh, what do you got to do like that for? No, I'm just curious. I, I don't know. I don't know a lot about about your the Brewers. Uh, well, the, the Brewers have uh, have two catchers. Um, Jet Dandy, coolest Star Wars name ever. That is, wow, that's great. Why didn't we think of that? I know. Uh, and the other one is uh, is Manny Pena. Manny Pena. Huh. Uh, the Brewers okay. have made some absolutely unbelievable trades in the last couple of years. Um, for them, that is. Jet Dandy came cool. over from? Angels. The Angels, right? Yes, yes, yeah. Are, yep. are the Angels still playing Jeff Mathis as as uh, right now? No, he's fucking stinking up somewhere else. But they have another catcher that's just as bad. They, they got Manny Pena um, actually from the Tigers for K Rod, and you see what K Rod's doing. K Rod is yeah. poor. Uh, poor, not doing they, well. Has they been got, replaced as their closer. Yeah. And they got uh, Keon Broxton, their starting center fielder from Pittsburgh, for Jason Rogers, who was a backup power hitting first baseman who has drifted away into nothing. So, so yeah, my, I'm very, 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 very proud of, uh, of of my team. Good, very proud of my team. Good. Speaking of closers, uh, Aroldis Chapman went on the DL. I heard that today in the car. What's he on the DL for, other than goblining, as you would say? Shoulder. Uh, shoulder. shoulder shoulder fatigue, which is never good for a guy that throws, you know, 135 miles an hour. Yes. Uh, 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 ooh, look at that. Jeff Mathis walked with the bases loaded today and cost and cost him a Nova win. Ivan Nova. Um, you, you rotator cuff it. fatigue. Yeah, that's that's that, that's exactly what they said. Rotator cuff uh, fatigue. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other, to, to me, the other big story that happened this week was the uh, unprecedented uh, one-year contract extension that was given to Bryce Harper. Yes, can we can we discuss that briefly? Yeah, uh, I think we should. I'm a little uh, curious about that deal. So uh, once once you tell everybody what what, what happened there, uh, Bryce Harper is uh, going into his final year. Um, of uh, arbitration, he, you know, believe believe it or not, Bryce Hopper has played in seven major league seasons. Um, well, yeah, next year will be seven. Next year will be his seventh major league season, and that is his last year of, uh, of arbitration eligibility. He could be a free agent in 2019. Right, um, because they gave him a contract that ran through the end of this year, where he's, I think this year he's being paid 15. Oh, Jesus Christ. Aaron Judge just I, – I think Aaron Judge just, just killed James McCann, uh, Brian McCann. Oh, that's that's Brian McCann. Yeah. Wow. He might wow. be dead. <laughs> oh! Well, did you see that? Yeah, that's – yeah, but you, you don't want that. Wow. 
Uh, he's getting paid. Uh, oh, 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 shit. God. Man. Oh, that's. Oh, jeez. Uh, 115 miles an hour in the face. Oof. Ah. They're going to take him out. It's a concussion. They got to take him out. Yeah. Yeah. And here wow. comes the Yankee comeback. Um, <laughs> Hopper is making thirteen uh, thirteen point six million. Okay, thirteen point um, six. But that was not through arbitration. That was through uh, um, whatever. And I get, and, and Brody says in the chat room, uh, they're just trying to get Harper to consider staying. I get That's that. Exactly right. That's exactly right. I get that. But why not do it in the terms of here's here's a here here's a seven year contract of which you can get out of after three years if you want and pay him you know what what he deserves what he deserves to be paid throwing 20 how much is he making next year 21 million 21 um so he's getting paid 21 million next year and it literally buys them nothing except a little good goodwill you know yeah. So, I, I really don't know. I, I I think it was very odd. I think they should have just. Um, he's Brody saying they think they should have done it three or four years ago. Um, I'm assuming he means uh, wrap wrap uh, um, Bryce Harper up to a, a longer term contract. Um, it's a little tough for that to have been done three or four years ago because he is a Scott Boris client, and Scott Boris was chopping at the bits for him to uh, to be a. Uh, a, a free agent at, a, at the age of ripe old age of 26. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I don't think that was ever going to happen. But now is the time to try to, you know, I, I, I think they easily could have done and they could have afforded a really big contract, except, you know, seven years, buy out, buy out his last year of, of whatever. And then, but, but give him an escape clause after the third season if he wants to uh, uh, do whatever. Then we should have him for three years, you know? Mhm. I, I I don't know. It's, I, I honestly, all I can think of is Bryce Harper and his agent were like, "Thank you very much," and we're going to go become free agents after after the 2018 season. Huh? Well, he he was going to get at least that money anyway because uh, he wasn't going to get. He wouldn't get that much in arbitration. You know what? David Price got over 19 million dollars a couple of years ago. Did he really? really? Yeah. Yeah, David David Price. Um oh, maybe 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 I'm maybe I'm just sitting here talking out of my asshole. I don't know. Um no, I, I think I think it's such an unprecedented uh hill that I I, I I even I didn't realize that Price got that uh got that from Detroit when he was in arbitration. Um uh when he was traded, I guess, or traded to Detroit. Um by the uh, by Tampa Bay um, in that Boston Jackson whatever trade, but right. um, but yeah, so Trout. Uh, yeah, you're I right. mean, smashes record with 19.75 million. Oh, wow. hey, there you go. Yeah. So um, and that was um, that was I think the year when did Price win the side? He, he won the side Young in, in for Tampa Bay, and I think he did his winning. Yeah, he didn't win in in fifteen. No, that was that whatever was, he traded it was, to Toronto. Yeah, it was but, right uh, around there. But but definitely, 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 it was just a way of saying, hey, let's lock this up. This way, if you get hurt halfway through the year, you know that we're committed. 
seeing if you want to come along um, uh, and sign with the team, which, of course, he'd be more than happy to for $500 million. Right, exactly. Exactly. Now he's, 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 he's already been on record as saying that he wants to be the first $500 million player. So. Yeah, and you know that Jeter says Trout and Hopper may be competing for MVP soon. Do you remember? You know the the you know the contests we have that I usually lose. Well, usually I don't ninety nine percent of the time. We had a contest who was going to have a better career, and I went with Hopper. And and you know I looked great two years ago. I looked like crap yeah. last year. Well, have you seen what these two guys are doing this yeah. year? Yeah, no, they're they're. I mean, they're both putting up. Uh, they're both. Uh, I, I, I don't like to say Ruthian anymore. I like to say Judgian. They're both like. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic! Oh, that's fantastic! Oh, that's uh, going to come up in a conversation we have to have in a little bit. That's fantastic. Yeah. No, yeah, they're both the cream of the crop right now. You know, National League and American League, and uh, yeah, it should be interesting once uh, once once Harper allegedly. Comes to the uh, comes to the American League and is wearing pinstripes and crushing uh, homers over that over that short right field porch, you know. So he'll hit an extra me, he'll hit an extra home, ten home runs a year just being in Yankee Stadium. Listen, listen to these numbers. One of them has ten doubles. One of them has ten. The other one has ten doubles. One mm-hmm. has two triples. The other one has no triples. One has twelve homers. The other has eleven homers. 387 average, 352 average, 503 on base, 449 on base, 758 yeah. slug, 738 slug. Yet I finally found a way to actually solve the argument. Do, do you remember the discussion? Obviously, war solved the argument, but remember the discussion? Yeah. We, I, I don't know if I told you. It's Mother's Day. I'm talking about my, my, my father told me a story about, um, you know, the big argument: who was better, DiMaggio or um, Ted Williams. Or Ted Williams. And, right. and and they asked uh they asked Don DiMaggio, um right. he Joe said, DiMaggio's uh, brother and, yep. and the red. And he said and, uh and he said Joe DiMaggio is the best right handed hitter I've ever seen and Ted Williams is the best left handed hitter I've ever seen. Right, right. He goes, I finally have the answer my whole life. I finally have the answer. <laughs> we we could do the exact same thing with uh Harper and, and Trout with uh right, Trout right. Be, Trout being the DiMaggio comp and, and uh Harper <sighs> being the Williams comp. How I, oh, I I just can't fathom the talent of these two. I just can't. You know, I mean, it's not steroid era. It's not Colorado. Um, it's you know. No, I mean, I mean these. I mean, Bryce Harper's off year last year was I I I. I mean, looking at his career, I think it's a fluke. I think he was hurt for uh, uh, for a good half the season. Um, is he this good? Maybe. I, I, I mean, he, he he's putting up crazy numbers. I mean, I don't think he's going to continue with three eighty seven five hundred on base percentage. You know, that's 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 mm. just sick. But uh, um, but is he the the best hitter in the National League or the best left handed hitter in baseball? Probably. You know, Mike. When you said he wrote in here that he wants to bat in a homer park, Bryce Hopper. Right. It, is, I mean, is that I didn't realize that was true. I mean, there are certain people like Jim Tomey. Park doesn't matter. You know? Yeah, and the park doesn't park doesn't really matter to to a guy like like Bryce Harper either. But if 
say he's playing half the season in Yankee Stadium, like oh I just God. said. Oh I mean, God. he has a couple oh, pop ups. You know, you know, it's it's just crazy. Uh, your son wants to know anybody in Major League history ever dropped ninety points in average and then up ninety points the following year, uh, which is which is basically what Bryce Harper's doing. Uh, you know, in the past in the past three years, he's yo-yoing. But like I said, I think it was hurt. Uh, I don't know if ever anybody's ever done that. That's that is that's an interesting question. Um, not the batting average means anything. <laughs> oh no, we yeah. Well, we're we're gonna. Well, there was a Norm Cash who played. Right, um, yeah. Who played uh, in the early '60s? Who hit 360 one year and 240 the next, and he bounced back a little bit. He didn't. He didn't bounce back so well. But what did, but, he, but what did he hit the year before he hit uh, 360? Well, it, I'm I'm not sure, but the thing is, he was he was using and proudly acknowledged the fact that he was using a cork bat, right? You know, for that entire season. Um, and it was so, and it was an expan- and it was an expansion season. So you know, well, it you know, was an to... expansion season. That's right, the California yeah. Angels. Yeah, it was sixty-one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh my God. I never realized that. Yeah, he batted two eighty-six in nineteen sixty, uh-huh. then three sixty-one, then two forty-three. Yeah, and never batted above three hundred after that. After that one season, he didn't, right? Uh, yeah. But what okay. a what a season! Andres Galarraga yeah. actually was hitting around two fifty. Went to Colorado. In the first year of Colorado, hit 370, and then he came down to about 300 after that. But that, that's you know, that's Colorado. Yeah. Um, Andres Colorado. So you don't. League in so in strikeouts. If, if you're like me, you don't think this this does anything. Did, did you think this buys them any goodwill? Where where Harper and his uh, and his uh, agent Scott Boris are going to be like? Well, oh, maybe we'll give maybe we'll give them a little bit of a discount. Do you think not, that's going to happen not, at all? Not, not a drop. Not at all. Yeah. Not at all. Not at all. Not 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 a drop. Yeah. Um, uh, he, that's um, so funny. Brody just mentioned uh, uh, Daniel Murphy in the uh, in the chat room. My first thought was Dwayne Murphy from uh, from the A's. And my first was Dale Murphy. I'm actually looking up Dale Murphy right now. It's so funny. <laughs> we all have different Murphys. Mm-hmm. Uh, could you clarify the Murphy, please? <laughs> You're probably right, though. Oh my Is it God, the Daniel so Murphy funny. that we were calling David Murphy uh, a couple of weeks ago on the show? <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Uh, that's so All rough. right. Um, we have a few things that we want to get uh, uh, done on the show. We're going to be returning to our movie recast game, and it was uh, in honor of Mother's Day. We're doing a league of their own, uh, so we're going to have some fun with that. Uh, I actually want to talk a little bit about the All-American uh, Girls Professional Baseball um, League um, mm-hmm. before we get into that, but we'll do that when we get to that. Um, but before we move on to uh, a, little, a little segment I'd like to call Taco Talk. Um, <laughs> No idea uh, what this is. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, uh, I just want to kind of talk about tacos. Um, <laughs> I do have some other baseball things to cover before. Yeah, that's what I want to know. Some talk. more baseball stuff. Yeah. Do you go want to do taco baseball. talk first? No, no, no. Go with the baseball stuff. Oh, okay. Uh, very, very quickly. Um, it doesn't have to be quickly. We're, we got some time. Uh, the uh, well, I, no, I I want to get to the. Uh, I want to get to the taco talk, and I'm curious about that. Do you see um, Chris Sale? 
what he's been doing this year? Yeah. Do you see what he's on pace for strikeouts? Just I know it's a ridiculous thing, but just for the heck of it, did you see what how many strikeouts he's on pace for? No, why don't you tell me? Three hundred and eighty three. You know what the major yeah, league a, record is? That's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot. Major uh, league record? Three hundred and eighty three. Yeah, that's uh, who has the record? Randy Johnson or, or uh, Nolan Ryan? Randy Nolan Johnson, Ryan, right? no, Nolan no. Ryan holds the record, but Nolan Ryan pitched a hundred more innings than Randy Johnson did when right, Randy Johnson right, had right, his right. Randy Johnson. strikeouts. Yeah, right. Crazy. Um, Absolutely crazy. Yeah, I mean, there's uh, that 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 was a that was a to- I mean, it was a different era, but um. You know Ryan, uh, but but still, 383 strikeouts. I mean, it just it just jumped off the page. He pitched 326 innings and had 383 strikeouts. I think Chris Sale's on pace for 220 innings and 383 strikeouts, just something crazy like that. Um, <laughs> and uh, Bryce Hopper's on pace for 175 runs. Nobody has scored 160 runs. Since Lou Gehrig in nineteen thirty one, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So, um, so uh, of course these are on pace. They don't mean anything, uh, but they're fun to watch. I mean, uh, we uh, we all know the small sample size song, but uh, but it's but it's still fun to fun fun to listen to. Yeah. So one one of these uh, one of these is going to be uh, I don't want to say I don't want to say broken. I mean, I can't imagine that was an unbreakable record three hundred and eighty three strikeouts and. Then you're watching those strikeout totals of hitters, and it's like, man, maybe it's yeah. Maybe it's, I mean, I I still think I, that's going to come down. Uh, you know, his numbers are going to come down. He's off to an incredibly hot start. Um, but you're, you're you hit upon the exact thing. Pitchers aren't throwing as many innings as they used to. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, I happen to think that 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 uh, he'll he'll even if he's healthy all season. <laughs> I, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm always I'm always saying that that Chris Sale is going to get hurt because I just can't believe that he throws like this. Um, <laughs> Faggot shit. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no. Uh, actually, um, the Red Sox lost another one of their starters today. Uh, Drew Pomerantz uh, to the DL. Oh my gosh! Stephen Wright, Drew Pomerantz, David Price. Yep. Wow. So that was uh, um, you know. Three of three of their uh, starting pitchers now are down to uh, um, Chris Sale and uh, and Rick Porcello, and pray for rain. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, they, yeah. I couldn't really rhyme that the way that it was spelled. You know, it's not spawn insane and pray for rain, but you know. Uh, and, and how about uh, how, okay? How about how about uh, Porcello and, and and Sale and pray pray for hail. Hey, that's pretty good. There you go. There you that's go. That's pretty good. Uh, or something with price, and it's, uh, it's got to be good stuff that rhymes with price. Nice. Pray for nice. Nice. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think of something. We'll um, figure it out. Yeah, and uh, I guess the uh, the only. So uh, thing... you said you wanted to mention Judge. Um, he uh, hit his major league leading leading 14th home run um, early in the first game. And uh, it cleared the fence by a little bit in the pouring rain. I don't, know, did, I don't know. Did you did you get a chance to see it? Yes, I did. I saw yeah, it. Yeah, play. yeah. He uh, he crushed that ball. He, he yeah. He is he is he's a big boy. I know we just keep saying that, but uh, 
I liked how the Yankees today in the um, in the pre-game ceremony with, with, with Jeter, they included a couple of current Yankees, and I thought it was telling who they thought, who they included. They included uh, CC Sabathia. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, he walked out. Uh, Derek Jeter's sister and nephew. They included uh, Brett Gardner, who is uh, the longest tenured Yankee. He brought out some flowers to uh, um, Derek Jeter's uh, grandmother, but his grandmother was walked out by Aaron Judge, which uh, led for a, a comical vis- visual because she's a small woman and he's a large adult male. <laughs> right. Right. So, um, uh, you know, that was that, that was kind of interesting, I thought. But, yeah, he's a uh, – he's uh, he, even in the games when he's not hitting home runs, he's doing a bunch of little things to help, the, to help him. Uh, you know, double the other night. Uh, you know, he's his walks are up. He 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 got a base earlier earlier tonight with a walk, uh, making good plays in the outfield. He's he's been fun to watch. Oh my god, I texted you um, when I was in the car because how much fun is this team for you? Yeah, I mean they're not right now losing nine nothing to Houston, but you know, right? Well, you got, what are you going to do? You got your days worth, so. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, yes, it's a it's an extremely uh, uh, fun team to watch. What a what a! I was listening. I was stuck in traffic for uh, an hour taking my brother back to the airport, and uh, I'm listening to it. And oh my gosh, it was just one after the other after the other. And then uh, what's his uh, Headley uh, Susan Walmart, hey, right for 25, he really needs a hit now big, you know. And, oh, my God, he hits it again, all, all the way to the wall, you know, with John Sterling, and I'm sitting in the car. Right, okay. I'm like, am I really rooting for the Yankees? <laughs> it's, it, it's funny. You mentioned um, Susan Walmart, oh. and I haven't been the biggest fan of hers. But I actually read something about her that made me appreciate her a little bit um, from back in the day. Um, when she was on uh, WFAN um, with uh, doing her Yankee reports with Mike and the Mad Dog, um, George Steinbrenner, this is this is years and years, like as they like to say, the Mel Hall days. Ew, ew. Uh, but anyway, George Steinbrenner wouldn't uh, grant her any interviews because she was a woman, and oh she and she wrote a letter to him saying, "Listen, you're you're doing interviews with with with." Uh, with all uh, of my male, um, uh, you know, uh, colleagues, uh, newspaper guys, she's like, the number of people listening to, to my updates talking about the Yankees every day on WFAN are triple the number that these, these guys are uh, on, the, on the newspapers that are reading them. And she said, so I'm a pretty important voice for you. So I'm going to be in Tampa tomorrow, and I expect to be seen. Thank you very much. See you tomorrow, Mr. Steinbrenner. <laughs> Something like that. Wow. Something to that. And, and it happened, and the interview happened. So, uh, you know, it kind of, kind of brought her up a little bit. But, yeah, she is the hysterics, uh, the, you know, uh, uh, whatnot. Um, it's all overblown. Uh, I can't listen to uh, John Sterling and her on, on the radio. It's just it's just. I, can't, I just can't do it, and it's been that way for a number of years. But you know, back, um, back you know how old she is? Yes, she's 135. Just like as fast as uh, a Robles Chapman can throw. She's 135. 
she's the oldest announcer that they have. She's 70 years old, Susan Waltman. Melville always hitting that. <laughs> oh, God, that's where you want to go? Okay. That's the story. <sighs> oh, well, what, well, where is Mel Hall now? Exactly. Probably in prison someplace. He is in prison. He's been there for a long that's why, time. That's why I'm probably in probably. Look what, look what uh, Mike just wrote. He, he came up with a great rhyme. Sail in Porcello, then visit a bordello. Okay. Oh. Nice. That's like wonderful. It. I like it. Yeah. Very, uh, what else very impressed. Baseball? No, nothing nothing relevant. I was just going to pick on Alex Gordon and the Royals for paying him $20 million for basically hitting like a uh, a National League. Uh, yeah, it really, it really seems like he's, uh, and speaking of Bryce Harper, we just get an update of Bryce Harper driving in Trey Turner. Oh, uh, there he is again. And again. Oh. Yeah. Uh, oh, the first time, the first time he, he actually drove in somebody. Uh, I don't know. I think he drove. Was it? Did he drive in Turner twice? Uh, yeah. No, yeah. No, just time. once. Just once. I think. Um, <laughs> Brody's like more points. Yeah, I actually went from not having not having a shot in hell of of uh, of, uh, of winning this week, and then uh, yeah. your son ran into a uh, tragic start from uh, uh, who was it? Hector Santiago. Oh. We'll talk about that in a bit. Okay. <laughs> yes. And uh, and uh, so now I'm I'm like uh, 12 points out or something like that. So yes, I need I need, to, I need I need uh, I need Aaron Judge to uh, hit number 15. That'd be nice. Or Alex Bregman. Or Alex Bregman, Bregman or yes. Trey Turner to do to do some more. You have, you have Turner still, yeah. You know, and and Bregman. Yeah. Well, he has Ken Giles. I don't think he's coming in for the save. But yeah, I don't think I don't think, we'll see, I don't think we're going to be seeing Ken Giles in this game, um, yeah. unless they bring him in for an inning to you know get him some work. Mm. Yep. Well, uh, you're, you're he's up twelve, and we'll see how it goes. Whereas I am down one hundred and fifty, and it's growing. Okay. <laughs> so, oh, sorry. Yes. So, Mike, you are so goddamn good. Mudville is on fire. In Fuego. He's, he's got like 800 points more than the next guy, and after five, after six weeks, that's insane. It's so good for you. Yep. Yeah. Uh, All right, so if you want to talk about baseball for a little while, you want to talk about, uh, do, do a little taco talk? I would like that. Thank you. Um, I happen to think, and, uh, and uh, I, I've changed my opinion over the years, but I happen to think that tacos are the perfect food. Uh, and, well, that's that's the, exactly what I want I, I wanted to uh, discuss. Um, last night, I had some uh, some some hanger steak that was uh, that I had marinating for a couple of days, and I was like, no, I kind of want to do something with this. I don't know what I, what I want to do. So I went out and I bought some hearts of romaine and hearts of uh, radicchio, and I made some quinoa. And got some uh, some uh, some slaw and lime, uh, some lime and, and some uh, and uh, some goat cheese, cilantro, and I decided that I was gonna make. In my mind, I was gonna make tacos with all that. Um, and then I, and then as I was thinking about it, I was like, well, is this what people call a lettuce wrap? Is a lettuce wrap technically a taco, or does a taco have to have a tortilla, either hard or soft? What do you think? 
Um, I'm sorry. I was laughing at what you were saying. I was like, does a taco have to be hard or soft? No. Does it have? <laughs> does it have to have a tortilla to be a taco? Like last night, I used lettuce wraps to to basically make kind of a healthier taco. And uh, or or is that does that have to be called a, a taco wrap, a lettuce wrap, and not a uh, a taco? No, to be a taco, it has to have a corn wrap or um, flour. Or, or be flour wrap? Yes. Well, yeah. Some tortillas are made of flour. Some are made of corn. You know. Mhm. Yes. The better ones are the better ones. Obviously, are made of corn, but 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 corn. they do make oh, yes. flour. They do make flour tortillas. Uh, I just thought of the food. I just thought of the, the meal I liked at a lot. At uh, what's the name of the Mexican place that we used to go to that, with the roaches? <laughs> Los, com, uh, Dos Compadres or Los Compadres, something like that. Flautas. Flautas. Yeah, I mean a flauta is just a is 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 kind of like a rolled hard taco. Yes. Uh, yes. But, but they don't call it. it a, they don't call it a taco. They call it a flauta. Or a taquito. Yes. Or a taquito, or even a uh, a burrito. What is a burrito? A burrito is is they throw a lot of the same taco shit into a larger tortilla, and then they wrap it up, and that's a bur- burrito. But it's all yeah. the same kind of thing. But would you consider what I had last night to be a taco or a lettuce wrap? Oh, I, a lettuce wrap. Hmm. I know there's. There's there's pundits out there that talk about uh you know what it what is a sandwich and what for the question like is a hot dog a sandwich, you know because it's meat served in in, in between two two pieces of bread or a piece of bread split, hey, and the Yankees score a run. Look at that, nine to one. Way to go, Yankees. Um, what is the, I don't know. Uh, I, you know I think it's a semantics question. To me, I as I was eating these last night, I considered them to be tacos. Um, I, I can I can tell that you're not sharing my enthusiasm for this topic. No, no, no. I I am. I'm taking it so seriously, and that's why I'm actually pondering before I answer. But because I can be persuaded fairly easily, and I happen to believe. And, <laughs> oh my God, Rob just chimed in, and I think my mother is listening. And, and it's a baseball talk show, and we're midway through a discussion on tacos. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and um. My new friends on Cleat Geeks, which is another conversation we'll have. Um, I told you we do this, so um, uh, I don't think it's. A, I'm sorry, I don't. I think it's a lettuce wrap. I think I think when you when you identify with the food, you have to go by what you what you what you picture it to be. And I do not picture now, a taco. Now it's funny shop. because I generally <laughs> I make these lettuce wraps all the time, but I never make them quite like I made them last night. I generally make them. I do. Uh, um, I do. I make a, a beef, a Thai beef dish called larb, L-A-R-B, or lob, L-A-H-B, and it's um, uh, ground beef or ground or or minced beef. You can do it with turkey or chicken or or, or, or pork, um, anything. Uh, and basically, you, uh, you 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 know brown up the meat and you and you mix it with uh, some shallots. Uh, a mixture of of fish sauce and lime juice, fresh lime juice, and some Thai chili garlic um, sauce. So it's spicy and savory and and really good. And I usually just use some rice. And I load up a. My mouth is watering as I'm talking about this, by the way. So you're gonna hear me like like slurping in a minute, um, as you often do on this show. 
But uh, but uh, basically, that is just like a little bit of rice and then this meat mixture uh, on it. And I never considered that to be a taco. But what I ate last night, I was thinking that was a taco. Okay. Um, the judges, I, I just, I'm sorry. Yeah, I we, may have to, we may have to go to the judges on this one. Uh, you know what? Let's 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 do let's do this. Let's end our top taco discussion with this. On the site, uh, well, if if you can put a uh, a um, a little uh, what uh, you know a, a, a survey a poll, put, put a little survey or poll. Describe. The, what the lettuce wrap does, and just say, give give a choice: is it a taco, or is it a lettuce wrap, or other? Um, I, I could I could I impose upon you to email me exactly the language that you want me to put on there, because I have a feeling it won't be up to your uh, scrutiny if I if I don't get it exactly. No right. problem, no problem. Just that, remind me to do it, and and we shall do it. Oh, look at this! Look at this! Look at this! Look at these son of a guns! Mm-hmm. Look at now, this. What a, what a GM. And, and now it's nine to three. Brian Cashman, you're making CEO your bitch this year. Oh my god. Uh, I, I I told you I love this Matt Holiday signing. I think he was, especially you know with the Yankees losing a bunch of veterans, uh, you know Beltran, McCann, uh, Jeter, you know well Jeter a couple of years ago, but I mean uh, the, the Teixeira, um I I thought that. Gardner wasn't the type of veteran presence or Ellsbury that they that they really needed. Uh, same thing with Headley. Uh, a guy like Matt Holiday, I think, is 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 just a perfect fit for this team. It's and I love I love him going the opposite way to take advantage of the porch. Um, fun stuff. Well, uh, I know it doesn't mean anything to you, but he is a career three hundred hitter. He is. <laughs> yes, he is. That holiday, sneaky Hall of Fame stats. Um, He's not going to get in. Yeah, I'm like I don't, I don't, I can't imagine. I can't imagine he's going to get in. But uh, but he's certainly uh, he's certainly solid through and through. Uh, yeah. And obviously, he's not done. Um, you know, when I did the poll, I was asking if Carlos Beltran was a Hall of Famer, and. Yeah. Um, and yeah, overwhelmingly, people were like, "Of course, he's a Hall of Famer." Shut up. And I was like, oh, "Okay." So, because I, I was questioning even that much, but, uh, but right. no. yeah, I was wrong. He's safe. Oh my God, that was bang bang. They're gonna, they're gonna, no. they might review that. Um, yeah. <laughs> your son's like ten trials of turning around from leaving the stadium. <laughs> uh, he's out. Look at that. Oh, he's Shit. out. Yeah. Yeah. Good play by Bregman there. Nice yeah. grand plan by Bre- Bre- Bregman to to get me into the game earlier. Yeah, so I, so I heard. Did it bounce? Look at son of a bitch. Oh, Jesus, he might be safe. God, I, I had it that, right. Look at that. That's about, that's about as close I, as you're going to get. I had uh, it right. We, we, we've got to stop talking about, uh, um, uh, you know, what we're watching, uh, especially the people on the replay will be like, oh, good. Oh, they're not, they're not even uh, – they didn't even review that that uh that play. Wow. Yeah, it's not, I guess it's nine four. Nine three. Nine four. It's nine four, isn't it? I don't know. Uh, but but uh, I would have replayed that because Judge would have come up with a man on base and and a pitcher who's yeah. Oh, boy. That would have been that would have been that would have been nice. It's nice. Um, 
what you mentioned Carlos Beltran, and I just want to go back to Derek Jeter for a second. Uh, one of the other players that uh, came out to uh, uh, bring Derek Jeter something was Carlos Beltran, who plays for the Astros mm-hmm. this year. And uh, they had a bunch of the current players, who uh, former players and, and coaches who were there, Joe Torre, Reggie Jackson, anybody who's had their number retired, they were wearing these blue blazers emboldened with uh, the Yankee, Yankee Stadium Monument Club. And they brought out Beltran to give uh, Jeter his blazer, and they said, it was, they said the blazer was Carlos Beltran's idea. Yeah. I, I, that doesn't make any sense to me. What the hell is he still thinking about that shit like that? Shit like that for? He's not on the team I, anymore. But I love that. I did hear that, and I loved it. I love it too, was, but but it, it's it, it was just a weird moment. We were we were like, oh yeah, he's bringing and huh, what? Strange. Yeah, yeah, that, but um, it's part of um, wide base. Now, do you think George Springer is going to hit his third home run here in the uh, in the fourth inning? Well, unless there's um, uh, thirteen guys on base, it doesn't really help me. So, uh, <laughs> maybe I need more than that. Oh, you have um, a What's that? Yes, you're, yes, you're right. It is nine to four. You have George Springer. That's right. I forgot you do. Oh uh, my gosh! All right. So let's. So I'll send you that link about that uh, my my little blurb about the poll, the survey we want to put up. Um, do you have anything in between uh, this segment and when, you know, our recasting game, or do you want to jump right into that? Do you have any trivia? Do you have any? any yeah, I do. I do have trivia actually. All right, let's do a quick yeah. trivia segment. Uh, I, I do. I was winning the email when I said, the, yeah, I know, I know, I know. I don't get my ass handed to me. You don't have to remind me. <laughs> I'm starting. Oh, he's having a magical year. Um, so today we're talking about um, uh, the League of Their Own, and uh, it's something I, I suggested, but, of course, you are smart enough to realize today is the day to do it. Um, and... Uh, so when I was reviewing it, I was uh, looking at certain players, and I'm thinking, you know, today's Mother's Day, so I was thinking of teams uh, and players that uh, had brothers and siblings and fathers and sons who were playing in the league. Um, and I came across some players who had brothers play, and I had no idea that they did. I was just gonna just gonna ask you. Um, obviously, you know, you know the old trivia question. What two brothers have the most career home runs? You know the answer yeah. is Hank Aaron and Tommy Aaron. Hank and Tommy Aaron, right? <laughs> but did did you know that Christy Mathewson had a brother? He did. Yeah. <laughs> well, th- this is this is what's funny. There was um there was a roast of James Franco, which wasn't all that funny, but um the guy from Saturday Night Live, um, oh, this skinny guy who you, you told a- you told. You told the story a couple of weeks ago about uh, about Seth Rogen and uh, and uh, and uh, Jonah Hill. No, no, but this, this, right? This, this, right, Mr. Hollywood, that actor came out and he said he was saying uh, James Franco goes, I see his brother in the audience. You know, it's like, it's like a made up name. Oh, James Franco's got a brother. What's his name? Dave Franco. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's funny. That's his brother's name. So but it's funny when you think of these players. Christy Mathewson had a brother that was a pitcher who pitched a couple of games, Henry Mathewson. Right. Mm-hmm. I did not know until today that Eric Abar was Willie Abar's brother. I saw that earlier today as well. 
probably for the same reason that you did. <laughs> did you know Tom Glavin had a brother that played for the Mets? I did not, no. Major? No, he was a first baseman. And it was like the whole thing. It's like, what are you, Dave Franco? You, Tom Glavin had a brother named Mike Glavin. Wow, I had no idea. How about, you know, uh, Barry, how about how about Felix Hernandez's brother, Larry Bernandez? No. Oh, Larry Bernandez, shut up. Did you know <laughs> that, that um, Robin Young had a brother named Larry Young who played I for... Did. Uh, I saw yeah. that earlier today as well. <laughs> uh, Barry Larkin had a brother named Steve Larkin who played for the Reds all, for... All sounds made up. Right, it does, doesn't it? But it's true. Yep. He had three at-bats to the Reds. Steve Larkin. And I didn't know until today that Jordan Zimmerman was Jeff Zimmerman's brother, the old Rangers uh, pitcher. Yes. And you knew that? I didn't know that. Yep. yep. And, and Honus Wagner had a brother with the greatest name, Butts Wagner. <laughs> I Butts swear Wagner. to God, Butts Wagner. Um. But the trivia question I have for you is... I'm sorry, just to go back with some of these other ones. Didn't Tony Gwynn have a brother who played the majors? Yeah, Chris Gwynn. Chris Um, Gwynn, right. Yeah, Um, I mean, there's a whole bunch of them, but I didn't know... Wilson Guerrero, his older brother was Wilson Guerrero. Wilson Uh, Guerrero? Yeah. Uh, You had guys like, um, uh, well, obviously, Greg Maddox, Mike Maddox. Yep. Um... Yeah, there was a whole, whole whole bunch of these guys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There, there was, um, but I, but the, the even was, even lowly Austin Romine, the backup catcher for the Yankees, his brother, his brother Andrew Romine is right. is. is uh, but then you know who his you know who his father is? Their father is Kevin, Kevin Romine, yeah. who played yep. for the Rangers and Brewers, I believe. Yes. 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 Uh, All right. My trivia question is: I'm sorry, mm-hmm. you going to say? No, go. There are five brothers, sets of brothers in the major leagues who have a hundred wins each. Five sets uh, of brothers. Okay. I'm Bill, guessing you have four of them. Bill, 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 and Joe. Right. Um. Jim Perry and Gaylord Perry. Right. You're you're going in reverse order. Yep. Um. Mr. B, your 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 Ramon Martinez and Pedro Martinez. Very good. Um, and there are two more, uh, Daffy and Paul Dean, Dizzy and Paul Dean. No, Paul did not have a hundred. Paul didn't have a hundred. Wow. Okay. Um, I'm thinking Paul Russell. It was Daffy, yeah, but uh, no, the D did not have a hundred. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, I know Mike Maddox didn't have 100 wins, so I'm not going to go there. Yep. Uh, brothers, brothers, brothers. Uh, can you give me an error on the on the final thing that I'm missing? 70s. Uh, one brother pitched for the Cardinals, one for the Astros. Oof. 70s. I'm not going to get that. Give that to me. Bob and Ken Forsh. Bob and Ken Forsh. Okay. All right. And on the other pair, one of them is still active. And you Ooh. hate them. <laughs> I hate these brothers, huh? You hate one of them. 
Oh, boy. Does that mean he plays on the Red Sox, or do I just hate him for another reason? No. Oh, look at that, the Russells. That's a good guess. No, no, Paul Russell did not have 100 wins. Good guess. Do I hate him because he's on the Red Sox or for another reason? No, no, no. You hate him because he shouldn't have a major league contract. He plays, oh. for, your, uh, he plays for your little buddy from Oxford. Oh, oh, oh. So he plays out in... Oh, Jared Weaver and Jeff Weaver. Jared and Jeff Weaver both have 100 wins. I don't, yep. I, I don't, I don't hate the Weavers. Well, I thought you, you hated Jared because you know, his fastball is like 63 miles an hour these days. I, I apologize. I, 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 I kind of dig that. I kind of dig that about him. Oh, he's awful. No, no, no. I, I, I don't hate him at all. I think it's, I think it's ridiculous that he's, that, that he's still pitching in the, in the majors right now. I think he's, he, I think he has no stuff whatsoever. It yeah. hasn't yeah. for a couple of years. But no, I don't, I don't, I, I don't, I don't hate him for any reason. I kind okay. of Jeff, we, Jeff Weaver for a little bit because he underwhelmed when he came over oh. to the Yankees. How bad was he? Oh my God! Yeah, terrible. But, but yeah, yeah, that's um. Uh, yeah, Jeff and Jared are the uh, are the fifth set of brothers to have uh, have a hundred wins. Yeah, Jeff, not, Jeff 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 Weaver was a, was was a guy that, that you know he, he was one of those those ones that I saw coming though. I was like, this guy's not going to do anything as 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 a as a member of the Yankees. I just kind of saw him coming. All right, so yeah. uh, as Aaron as Aaron Judge rides to the plate, um, what what else you got? That's it. Okay. All right. So um, we're going to do our movie recast game now. Um, we're going to be talking about uh, a league of their own. Um, before we do that, we're going to go. Uh, we're we're going to do a bunch of the players and side characters. We're going to do. Uh, um, it's going to be fun. Um, do you, how much do you know about the whole American Girls Baseball League, professional baseball league? Um. Well, what I what I know is the book was written by um, Casey Kendall, the guy who used to play for the Expos. His right. his mother um, that they played. She um, played. Mm-hmm. Yep, and uh, and the uh, the league lasted for a heck of a lot longer than I had originally thought. Yeah, um, I I know that there was nineteen forty three to nineteen fifty four. Yep, and there was a woman there who was. Um, purported to be the fa- you know, faster than any male major leaguer. She had a massive amount of stolen bases. There was one woman that was close to a 400 career hitter. I don't remember their names, but I know Sophie that was Curtis. Couple. Sophie Curtis in 114 games stole 1,114 bases. Yeah. In <laughs> uh, the, the second season, she stole 216 bases. What was her name again? Then, Sophie, Sophie Curtis. K-U-R-Y-S. Okay. Right. I, I did not know her name, but I knew the story. Incredibly fast, and like I said, averaged way more than one stolen base a game. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's that's a lot of fun. Um, I just found some interesting stuff about it. You know, uh, the movie we're very familiar with tells the tale of the first season of the All American uh, Girls Professional Baseball League. But you know, there's a lot of you know they 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 did a little Hollywood treatment on it. You know, and we know that. You know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know they had to do do some things. One of the things they changed was um, Rockford, who who played in the uh, Rockford wasn't even in the World Series the first season. The Racine Bells did win, but not against Rockford. Um, Rockford 
over the course of the league, won four titles, so they were the most successful, uh, the Rockford Peaches, they were the most successful team uh, in the in the league over the course of, the, uh, of their of uh, uh, you know but but they didn't they didn't make it to the World Series that that first time. I thought that was mm-hmm. interesting. another thing that I thought was interesting is did you know that they never played regulation baseball in the entire history of the league? No, what what did they play? The, the first season, the ball was the size of a softball. The pitcher's mound was forty feet from home, and pitchers mm-hmm. threw under. No. It wasn't until, and that was 1943. It wasn't until 1948 that the ball uh, came close to regulation. It was uh, 10 and 3 eighths around instead of 9 and 3, 5 eighths, I think, or 6 eighths, whatever, 9 and 3 quarters, um, what the, base American, what the uh, professional baseball is. Um, and they moved the, uh, the mound to 50 feet from home. Um, that pitchers were allowed to throw over him. So it took five years for that to happen. Uh, it wasn't until the final season when the ball was regulation size and the mound was pretty close. It was 60 feet away instead of uh, 60 feet, six inches. And the bases were 85 feet apart instead of 90 feet apart. So, you know, what they showed in, in, in the movie was, was obviously technically wrong because uh, they were playing a much different game. It wasn't technical. Softball never played with a mound. Um, and these, these women all played on a mound. So it must have been quite different um, doing the softball underhand windmill, windmill motion uh, for the first five years of the league. But, uh, but did you know? I, I didn't know any of that. No, oh, this, uh, this is all new. I didn't know any of that either. Yeah. Uh, I thought it, thought, thought it was kind of interesting. Um, so, you know, you, we, I just want to mention a couple of players. Um, we, we mentioned Sophie uh, Curis. Uh, there was also uh, probably the best player across her entire career was Dorothy Kamenchek. Um She played yep. in over 1,000 games. She batted two, 292. She was, a, you know, an on-base person, 292, she, 374. She was one okay. of the ones, Dottie. There was a Dottie Kamenchek and Dottie Mueller. Right, 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 and and, and Tommy Hinson uh, from from League of Their Own wasn't necessarily, uh, you know, pa- fashioned after one of them, but she I think they used the name Dorothy or Dottie because of that. Yeah. Uh, but she finished second uh, with 657 stolen base, career stolen bases behind Sophie Kira. Uh, so she was she wasn't a power hitter. She was she was a on base uh, speed speed player. Um, there were two players that. Um, each one uh, player of the year, uh, two times. Uh, one of them was a pitcher named Jean Fout, F-A-U-T. Uh, um, she was a pitcher, and uh, she pitched a, a handful of perfect games. Uh, her stats are ridiculous. Um, the other one was, uh, and I'm bringing it up because uh, because of what we talked about last year, the Shohei Atani effect, was a pitcher outfielder named Doris Sams. Um, she was a pitcher and an outfielder, and, and in 1945, she went 15-10 and 10 with a 1.58 ERA, uh, and also batted 279 with 29 stolen bases and 35 runs, 35 RBI. So, so really? she was a true pitch stuff. Oh, it's 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 all there. There are sites that have all all, all the stats. Okay, but I think the most amazing um, uh, season 
happened in their final year. And the final year was, like I said, you know, they moved everything as close to regulation as they could. And there was a woman, uh, an outfielder, uh, Joanne Weaver from Fort Wayne, uh, the Fort Wayne Daisies. She batted 429 that year with 29 homers, 87 RBIs, 109 runs, the 763 slugging. And that was against overhanded pitching. Now, maybe this is, you know, um, you know, they, this was 1954. They'd only been pitching overhand since 1948. Um, but still, I, 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 I look at that season and I'm like, wow. That's that's pretty damn that's pretty damn good, you know. Twenty nine home runs, uh, four twenty nine average, seven thirty nine, seven sixty. Who the hell does she think she is, Bryce Harper? <laughs> okay. <Right? laughs> I, I I I will I would like to see a picture of this of this woman at some point, but okay. So what a hitter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, right, so let's, let's 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 talk about the movie recast game. Well, uh, we can... the, the, there's a woman who's a Canadian who is still alive, actually, and she was the biggest power hitter in um, in the history um, of, of the minor league of the of the women's baseball league. She was a Canadian okay. woman. Um, and she's still alive. That I know. Um, I, I don't know. You how mean she career? She hit the most career home runs. She 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 holds the holds the record for most triples and most home runs in league history career. Okay. And and um, she got married and and her married name is Squirt. <laughs> I thought Squirt. Not making it up. Lenny Squirt or something. <laughs> so you're talking about oh, Ele- Eleanor. <laughs> you're talking about Eleanor Callow who. Uh, who, who finished her career with 60 triples and 55 home runs. And uh, uh, yeah, Eleanor, Caller, Eleanor Callow Squirt. <laughs> I'm sorry. And she was the switch, switch hitter who threw right hand. And she was born in Winnipeg, Manitoba. She's anyway, Canadian, talk, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I can talk what about. I could talk about. I, 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 it's a fun little wiki all to get into uh, to uh, start looking at all these players and, and, and whatnot. But uh, inter- interesting stuff. I think you inspired so, me to put some of this stuff on the website. There you go. Yeah. There you go. So, A League of Their Own um, was a uh, was a film that was directed by uh, 1992. It was filmed directed by Tony Marshall. Um, and it uh, was a fictionalized, fictionalized tale of the first season, and it it, it um, the story basically re- revolved around uh, two sisters, Dottie Henson, married named Henson, uh, and her younger sister Kit Keller. And Dottie Henson was a power hitting catcher, uh, whereas uh, 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 Kit was a uh, spunky uh, starting pitcher. And basically. She, Talked about the ups and downs of the league in that first season. How uh, you know they almost they, don't, they almost got canceled, and and because of the level of play and 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 whatnot, uh, they were able to uh, uh, keep keep the league going. And uh, and, and it was uh, just a really good movie, really good baseball movie. Um, some great supporting. Character work from Rosie O'Donnell, Madonna, uh, John Lovitz, uh, Gary Marshall, 
uh, the, you mentioned Squirt, but I'm going to say Squiggy uh, was uh, David. Uh, uh, what's his name? Was the announcer? Yeah, the guy from um, uh, Laverne and Shirley. Laverne and Shirley. Yeah. Right. Uh, so um, we decided for Mother's Day that we were going to. Uh, this is a movie you've been wanting to do for a while, right? What's that? You were cutting out. I said this is a movie that you've been wanting to do for a while. Yes. Well, be, yeah, for many, many different reasons. I definitely want to do it. It's a complex movie that they have specific characters with different personalities. And even though it's a women's movie, you know, I, I think it's something that is a little challenging, entertaining, uh, fun. It's and funny. I, and it, it's funny. You say it's a women's movie, but you know, like, you know, uh, but generally, when anybody puts together a top five list of baseball movies. A League of Their Own is up there. Mm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's a baseball movie. Yeah. It's a great baseball movie. Yeah. You know, uh, you know and it's a, it's a good movie about uh, about sibling rivalry and and uh, nostalgia. And it's just a, it's just a really good movie. Yeah. Um, and it, I think it came together very, uh, very well. Excuse me. Sorry. Going. Uh, okay. So we're going to do... We're going to pick um, uh, a bunch of the uh, players from the Rockford Peaches, uh, Dottie Henson, uh, Kit Keller, uh, May Mortobito, uh, Doris Murphy, and Marla Hooch. And then we're going to do some some uh, some uh, secondary, uh, tertiary characters. Uh, uh, Jimmy Dugan, who was the coach, met the manager. Uh, Ira Lowenstein, who uh, was an executive, uh, kind of ran the, uh, the, um, uh, the league. Uh, after a while, Walter Harvey, who was the um, uh, founder of the league, and uh, as a last-minute addition, you wanted to include Stillwell Angel, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I did. Which so I appreciate. I'm going to let you drive this unholy beast because uh, <laughs> this was your movie, and uh, so you tell me where you want to start, and 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 who wants to go first and second. It's all up to you. Well, I, I will tell you, um, I did have some complications doing okay. this, um, and uh, uh, some of the ones I think I nailed. I mean, it, this, there were some that were just so obvious. I, right. I'm fascinated to know who you're going to come up with for some of these characters. I'm fascinated to know who Mike's going to come up with for some of this. I don't even know if I'll see in the movie, but where I'd like to start is wait, the wait, one wait, wait, that... Wait. You don't know if your son's seen the movie? I don't know if he has. I guess he has. Jeter, let me know if you see in the movie if you're <clears throat> if you if you're near uh near the sound. Um so I I'd, I'd like to start with the ones that I thought were um a little more interesting than I expected them to be. Um okay. I wanna start with Ernie. Ernie Capadino. Yes. Tell us a little bit about Ernie Cappadino before you pick. Uh, tell us who he was played by, what 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 his role in the film was. Uh, his his job um, was part. Uh, it was recruiting. He was he was uh, recruiting uh, talent from all around the country. He was a scout. Um, he was yeah. He was a scout. Um, right. Uh, that obviously was maybe a little misogynistic. I mean, he just. He was, um, he was a, you know, you could tell he, you know, he, he was, I'm trying to think of the right word for him because I don't want to be insulting, but 
belligerent. I think he looked down on women. Yeah, sure. You know, um, but he was, uh, you know, somewhat rude, somewhat, you know, obnoxious, but yet, you know, straightforward and a uh, guy who went around the country recruiting uh, recruiting women. And he had a hard job because he had to find people, women who were talented baseball players, but also would be uh, pleasing uh, to the eye because it was women playing baseball and they wanted to have feminine he wanted women. He wanted women that were uh, kind of like a doll, you know, Dolly, yeah, Dolly, Dolly, doll face. Right, right. So, um, so I'm going to tell you why I picked because I don't think I qualified for much of the characteristics. Uh, and uh, and you tell me. See, he hasn't seen the movie. So I'm I'm the it was actually played by John Lovitz, and from what I understand from doing background on the movie, there was nobody else who auditioned for this role. Yeah. Yeah. Seems perfect. You know, perfect. There, there was, this was John Lovett's... Going to go home? Give, give the wife the old tickle tickle? <laughs> and then I'm back on the road. So I took a look at the character and I took a look at the fact that he was out there promoting and trying to spread the word and do the recruiting and and I mm-hmm. and the only person in my head, and I didn't think any further. And I don't know if you're a Mets fan, but you know Jay Horowitz. Yes, he's the Mets PR uh, PR guy. That's who I picked uh, for uh, for the announcer because Jay Horowitz is out there. He's been doing this for the Mets PR guy for God, God forever. <laughs> um. And uh, he's a little bit of a nebbishy guy, you know, a okay. little, little bit obnoxious, um, and uh, definitely Jewish. <laughs> well, it's funny. You, so you're doing the Jewish thing, even though the, um, uh, the actor who played him was Jewish, John Lovitz, but the right. character yes. was Italian, yes. Ernie Cappadino. Yes. You've, you've, you've fallen, into, in, fallen into the trick of, of recasting the actor and not recasting the character. I couldn't think of anybody who I thought was better <laughs> than Jay Harlan. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it, it, I, I didn't pick anybody great either for, for, for uh, Ernie. Uh, I went with, um, I went with a, uh, a former scout um, who's passed away since, uh, but he was a... Uh, he was he was a famous scout uh, who signed uh, 52 uh, players um, that eventually made it to the major leagues. A guy yes. named Tony Lucadello, and Tony Lucadello really, besides the fact of the Italian name like Ernie Cappadino, um, it was one of the reasons why I picked him. Um, but uh, he is a guy that nobody knew this guy's name until Mike Schmidt uh, retired and uh, was elected to the Hall of Fame. And he gave, he specifically gave Tony Lucadello, who was the guy that found him. Um, uh, Lucadello uh, originally was a, a scout for many, many years for Chicago and then, and then moved on to Philadelphia. Um, but uh, he was the one who found Mike Schmidt and, and, uh, and uh, uh, wrote a glowing, I mean, he was an old school scout didn't give a shit about uh, radar guns or anything like that. He basically did it with his eyes and his ears and, and uh, you know, uh, the makeup uh, of the player. 
And at the time when Schmidt retired, um, he became, uh, you know, people were starting to write stories about this guy. Because okay, I hope, he had, you, hope know, you know how the story ended. Yeah, I do. Okay, uh, so continue. Uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, when he was let go, he uh, he um, uh, was despondent about it, and he uh, committed suicide. He, uh, he he shot himself in the head. Yeah. Um, but that's not to step away from the fact that he was a tremendous scout. Uh, he found Ferguson Jenkins in, in, in uh, Canada, uh, Mike Schmidt, uh, quirky guys like Mike Marshall, um, you know, like I said, who was, who was, who was an infielder uh, initially and, uh, and whatnot, you know, so, you know, he, he, he had a long, great career. He's, he's, uh, there aren't any scouts in Cooperstown, interestingly enough. But there are other Hall of Fames that have scouts in them, and he's 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 in all all, all of those. He's, he was highly respected, and he wasn't he wasn't an asshole like like Ernie Cappadino. He was actually uh, everybody said to a T one of the classiest guys in baseball. So uh, Tony Lucadello is my uh, my pick for Ernie Cappadino. Um, yeah, that's uh, we're gonna have to uh, do a little. Uh... <laughs> do do a vote on that because he's good. He's he's the, um, I guess he's the one scout that most people would know by name. Is that is that fair? Maybe. I mean, I mean, I I, I honestly didn't even know him by name um, until I started looking this up, and as soon you know his name just jumped off the page just because you know the Italian uh, you know Tony Lucadello or any Cappuccino you know. Mm-hmm. I could picture both of them running, running, running for pasta on a Wednesday night uh, as their mother was yelling them, uh, you know, down down in Brooklyn someplace. Yeah, there, there are um, there, there are some scouting directors I know you know by name. You remember you remember um, you know Gary Rasich? I think he played yep. for the Yankees. I think, he, I think he may have. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah scouting directors are a little, you know um, a little different than scouts themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, their their jobs, especially now, are 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 much more complicated uh, than they used to be back in the day. Uh, wasn't just a matter of uh, you know bird dogging and and you know you know telling this guy to go here, this guy to go here, whatever like that. It was uh, it was you know it's, it, we're we're dealing with a lot more uh, as a scouting director now than than ever because of the information that's available. Yeah, there's a the Giants have um, have a guy. Um, uh, oh God, he's got the same name of a pitcher, Barr. I don't know what his first name is, and he got um, he's the one who got uh, Buster Posey, and he also dra- he was with the Orioles. He drafted Messina, um, some great names. Uh, this guy has got a great eye um, for, uh, for for scouting, but uh, yeah, I mean the only reason I know the guy you're talking about. It's because he blew his brains out. Because he blew his brains out. Yeah. 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 yeah, I went Jew. You went Italian. You're probably going to win that just because, well, you know, your guy's a scout and he's Italian. And he he was a little. And you you, um, recast the actor instead of of the character. Yeah. Yeah, I got to work on that. (laughs) It's not the first time. Not the first time you've done this. 
Yeah, I told you I had some of them were were really. Uh, were I've really taken hard. I've taken you out behind the woodshed a couple times on uh, uh, okay. for, for, for that. <laughs> uh, now, I'm going to go with an easy one now. Uh, this is the one I hope that you get, Evelyn. I'm going to let we didn't do Evelyn. I'm sorry, I, didn't? I, I didn't do I didn't do Evelyn at all because uh, that wasn't on, on on my list that I gave you. Oh no, well you texted me. Um, yeah, and I texted so, you and I said, uh, and, and I and I didn't. I didn't have Stillwell or Marla on there, and I said, "All right, let's include Stillwell and, and Marla." I didn't include Evelyn at all. Okay, uh, you, 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 want you know whoever. But you, if you if you want to do it, it's Evelyn. What was her last name? Gardner. Uh, yeah, it says uh, Dottie, Kit, Jimmy, Ira, Ernie, Kathy, Ira, Walter, Harvey, maybe Marla or Evelyn. Cool. So yeah, you I did. said maybe Marla or Evelyn. Yeah, but I didn't. Yeah. Well, well, then I'm right. going to win this one for sure. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? I'm going to do one off the top of my head. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. You, you know who she is. You know the character. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go. I'm going to go uh, with uh, a bad fielder. Uh, I'm going to say. Uh, um, I'm going to say Johnny Damon for missing the cutoff, man. Okay. Okay. Uh, now I'm going to. What, what was she known for? Well, what, having what her son she? with her, and also she was the team's right fielder. And, um, and she had her kid with her, and she uh, and she was known for line. and she was known for oh, over and for, she was known known for missing the uh, cutoff man. And but what was the famous line in the movie? There's no what crying in baseball. There's no crying in baseball. So I'm picking a bad fielder who cried, Wilmer Flores. Remember when the real Wilmer <laughs> yep. Flores was going to be was going to be traded by the Mets. And, and he stood out in the field, and he started to cry. <laughs> so you clearly win that one. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> you okay. clearly win the one. You clearly win the one that wasn't on my list of players that we were okay. doing. That's fantastic. You want to just get Stillwell out of the way too? What's that? You want to get Stillwell out of the way? Sure. Okay. Mind if I go first? Please do. All right. So for each one of these players, what I did is I listed, you know, their name. Stillwell Angel. Um, I listened, you know, who, who played them. Uh, it was a kid named Justin Scheller. And then I pick, picked the position or, 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 or what they were in, uh, in the movie. And for Stillwell Angel, all I wrote was Fat Kid. So because I can't get it out of my brain, to me, the ultimate um, Major League Baseball fat kid is Sean Burroughs because he was a little fat kid playing in the Little League World Series. Uh, and then, and then he eventually made it to the majors, where he was still kind of a rotund dude. So, uh, to me, Sean Burroughs was the perfect fat kid, still well angel. Okay, <laughs> that's that's not bad. <laughs> um, I went with a little direction, different direction. I went with annoying, obnoxious, ended up being very fat, blonde, disruptive. Um, Player uh, with the Yergen, Yergen. I went with Lenny Dykstra. <laughs> Is Lenny Dykstra the perfect Stillwell? No, I still think it's John Burroughs. Oh come on! <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll hold that. We'll hold that until we get the vote. Because maybe you'll toss me that one. Uh, the other thing with Stillwell is he was uh, uh, played as an adult Bart by Stillwell. an actor. I'm sorry. Yeah, what? And, uh, as an adult, he was played played by an actor. I don't know what the actor's name is, 
but uh, but he looks just like Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> um, he was he was the kid who's who uh, stole um, Pee Wee Herman's bike in uh, in Pee Wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> You'll be sorry, Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My God. Um, Oh Jesus! Is he, he's not one of the. Uh, the he, no, he, I get him confused with the uh, the Murray brothers. You know, Bill no, Murray's. he's not one. He does look a little bit like uh, like the one who was in uh, um, One Crazy Summer and uh, yeah, and uh, you know, recently in uh, Red State and uh, a few other things. Um, so you know who I'm talking about? Okay, uh, John yeah. Murray, I think his name is. Um, Okay, I just looked his name up. Mark Holton is his name. Yeah. Okay. That's him. I Looks never like Rush Limbaugh. Yep. He did a movie. He actually played John Wayne Gacy in the movie yeah. John Wayne Gacy. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. He played yes, he Chubby in Teen Wolf. That's where I know he him. He was from. Chubby, right? Yes, he was Chubby in Teen Wolf. Yes. Who never would have made it, never would have made it onto any basketball team. <laughs> Such a funny movie. That's, that's so crazy that he was chubby. Thank God he played basketball. <laughs> that's fantastic. <laughs> oh my God, I knew this would be great. Oh my God. Okay. Oh, fabulous. Um, All right, who do you want to hit next? Ross was telling me his mother's calling in. I didn't know Russ still had a mother. Oh, goodness. Um, uh, uh, all the way May, because that's one I had a problem with. May Mortabito, Mortabito was played by Madonna. She was a center fielder. I got a really good one, so I'll let you go first. All right. The other thing oh, about May, Gary Sanchez, is, just, Gary Sanchez just hits a home run. Yeah. No, that's the holiday one. Oh, that, oh, that was from earlier. Okay, never mind. Yeah. So, um, uh, uh, she was played by Madonna. The, the problem with the movie, um, Madonna was actually supposed to be the third baseman. And um, Rosie O'Donnell was actually cast as Marla. Um, right, yes. And Madonna had to move from uh, third, base, to the third base to the outfield because she just could not, she couldn't play. Um, no, as, no. But she did have an affinity for, for uh, they put her in the outfield, and immediately she had no problem tracking down fly balls and catching fly balls. I didn't know that. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I didn't know. Yeah. All I know is that she had a problem in the infield, and they moved her to the outfield. I'm um, pretty sure she even ad-libbed the catching the ball in her in her hat. Ah, uh, yes, yes, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, which they didn't announce is actually not uh, an out in Major League Baseball, but uh, but that's okay. You have to use your glove or your hand to, to make it an out. You right. can't use any other body part, which I did not know. Yeah, um, I, I, I I did know that. Yes. So, um, so I was trying to find a character. I was looking at, at parts of her personality, which were, you know, promiscuity and partying and, you know, laughing right. and playing loose. And, and uh, I started to research, and I, I just couldn't. And I finally ended up with, well, she was a happy person. She was, she was bubbly. She was fun. She was the life of the party. And I went with my default, which I always go to, with Nick Swisher. <laughs> The, the mayor of Ohio. <laughs> I always go. I always end up with Nick Swisher. He's my go-to guy. So, 
I, I, I did get focused on uh, her promiscuity. She was all the way May, of course. Uh, yes. Um, so um, I went with a guy. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say his name, and, and I want to see if you know anything about him. Uh, his, he was a pitcher uh, with the Angels, Phillies, uh, Astros, Pirates, and Reds back in the day, and his name is Bo Belinsky. Of you know course. Bo oh my God! Yes, I know Bo Belinsky. All right, Bo Belinsky um, <laughs> um, was not a good pitcher. He was uh, uh, his career record was 28 and 51 with a 4.1 ERA, and this is in the 60s. Uh, so you know that's especially bad. Uh, like I said, started out with the with the uh, uh, Los Angeles Angels at the time. Um, went to the Phillies, Astros, Pirates, and Reds. So pitched for some pretty pretty bad teams uh, at the times that he was pitching for them. Um, but a, no, a notorious coxman. He, uh, <laughs> he was quite, quite the playboy. Uh, his, the, 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 the list of ladies that, 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 that he had and was associated with is legendary. And Margaret, <laughs> Tina Louise, Ginger herself from, uh, oh from, uh, goodness. who, who was a who who was a piece of you know what back in the day? Connie Stevens. Um, do you know who Mamie Van Doren is? Of course I know. Mamie Van Doren, he was with, and uh, and one of the first really big. Uh, I mean, obviously after Marilyn Monroe, but one of the first really big Playboy playmates, uh, uh, a woman named Joe Collins. Um, he he was he was with as well too. So I mean, he was just—he just had a laundry list of, uh, you know. I was actually going to go Derek Jeter here because Derek Jeter, you know, has been with everybody from, I mean, his current wife Hannah, uh, whatever her name is, is 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 absolutely gorgeous. Uh, but you know, he was—he's been with uh, Mariah Carey, uh, uh, you know, back when she was something to look at, as opposed to what she is now. Uh, Jessica Hannah, Alba, Jessica Biel, Jessica Alba, yeah, Jessica Biel, Tyra Banks. Well, you know, the list, was, the list went on and on and on and on with Derek Jeter. Uh, some some folks think that he protests duff too much. He doth protest too much. Uh, now, some people, th- uh, you know, thought it was like a uh, a uh, uh, a way of dealing with the fact that he's actually gay. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but but Bo, yeah, I know. But Bo Belinsky was was the original whorehound. Uh, of uh, of Major League Baseball, uh, and, and that's why I went with that's why I went Bo Belinsky. No, that's that's a slam dunk. I, that's a slam dunk. Not even a question. I I I went and was researching promiscuous athletes, and all I came up with was all these NBA players with with. Yeah, I know. I was going to go like Joe Pepitone was the guy that I was thinking. Oh, that's a uh, good one too. Like Joe Pepitone would have been a good one too because because as opposed to Bo Belinsky, Pepitone was beloved. You know, by fans and a good uh, and a good player and a good player. Uh, yeah. You know where uh, you know uh, May was lead off center field. You know, so huh. all, all right. right. Who do you want to do next? Ira. Ira Lowenstein, played by David Strathairn. Strathairn, who's a name I, I can never pronounce. Strathairn, Strathairn, Strathairn. Either one. Um, David Strathairn's second baseball movie, right? Yes. Um, yes, he played. Uh, he he was in uh, um, Eight Men Out. He he played. Uh, um, 
um, let's trace the picture. Um, oh, that's right. He Seacott. I didn't yeah, even remember Eddie, that. He played Eddie Seacott in, uh, in Eight Men Out, right. right. That's fantastic. I didn't even remember that. Okay. So uh, just like Kevin Costner had a few uh, baseball movies, uh, this is David Strathairn. Uh, uh, this is the second. He was an executive um, uh, working under uh, Walter Harvey, um, the guy that kind of mm-hmm. kept the league going. And, uh, and I don't know who played him when he was older, but, uh, but he aged very well as opposed to some of the ladies. Yes. <laughs> uh, so go ahead. Um, uh, who did you select for uh, Ira Lowenstein? Well, I, I now I did not pick some. I definitely didn't pick someone Jewish. I can tell you that. Um, I, I'm not sure okay. if you know who Mike. I, I'm not sure if you know who Michael Hill is. Um, Michael, Michael Hill. Hill. Is he uh, is he an executive with Tampa Bay? You, you're goddamn good. He was. Now he's with the Marlins. Okay. Yes. Yes. Michael Hill is um, a person of color, um, definitely not Jewish. Um, he's a Harvard graduate, very, very smart guy, and he works for the, you know, for the reason I picked him is because he works for the craziest, creepiest, work, worst owner in Major League Baseball, um, Jeffrey Loria. Yeah. And, and just, like, just like Ira Lowenstein, he has to go about doing his job and no matter what bullshit comes his way, Michael Hill is actually was actually the GM of the Marlins until Dan Jennings came across and wanted to be the GM of the Marlins, so he became the GM of the Marlins. They made they made um, Michael Hill uh, Mike Hill the uh, president of baseball operations. Dan Jennings then decided he wanted to be the manager. <laughs> okay, right. Decided to go onto the field to be the manager of the freaking team. And uh, and the GM ended up. I mean, that was just crazy, crazy crap. And Michael Hill then uh, was replaced back to the general manager spot, um, and then recently was removed from the GM spot. And I don't know what the hell he does there, there too. But he's still with the Marlins. And of course, you know, he'll probably be losing his job when they sell the team in a couple of months. Right. Um, but whatever shit has been thrown his way, Michael Hill gets it done. <laughs> Okay, and that's and that's why you picked him as uh, Ira. Yes, yes, Mr. Lowenstein. It should be you, Mr. Lowenstein. <laughs> um, okay, that's that's, that's 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 a good choice. Um, yeah. I, I went with uh, another executive, mm-hmm. uh, kind of a guy that's in an ownership group um, that has. Uh, Big time um, family ties to, uh, to baseball. I went with Mike Vec. Um, oh, okay. Mike Vec is part of an ownership group that owns, uh, I think, five minor league teams, uh, including the uh, Charleston River Dogs and the St. Paul. Uh, was it Baron? No, uh, whatever the St. Paul uh, team name is. is but what this I like about Mike come on our show, Night Train. Night Train Vec. Yeah. This is the guy that 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 was coming on our show last year. Okay. No, 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 no. That's somebody different. That's a, uh, no, the guy who's night train back is uh, um, his Bill Twitter. Vick is his name. Oh, right, right. Bill Vec right. is is passed away. Uh, this is Bill Vec's son, uh, yeah. Mike Vec. 
his name, he, this is Bill Vec, you know, this is Nitram. He must be a grandson or something, but okay. Mike no, Vec. no, he's, 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 he's Bill Vec's son. Nitram is Bill Vec's son? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah. Mike, yeah. Mike Vec is also his son? Well, uh, when you say Nitram, um, there, there's a Twitter account called Nitram Vec. Uh, that that uh, that is just uh, somebody you know pretending to be Bill Vec. There's a Bill Vec uh, uh, Twitter account, but uh, but no, Mike Vec is actually uh, I, I think he goes by the nickname Night Train as well, uh, which was also his father's nickname. Um, but uh, but no, it's it, it, he's he's Bill Vec's son. Uh, he's he's been involved in in baseball his entire life. Uh, he's our age, maybe a little bit older. Um, he, he's part of an ownership group, like I said. Uh, well, one of the other members is um, Bill Murray. Oh, uh, now I is, know who you're talking about. Yes, who, yes, is yes, the, yes, who, yes. who is the director of fun uh, for <laughs> for, this, for this management group and and will occasionally show up to – well, he lives in Charleston, so he shows up to the Riverdogs games a lot. Um, but uh, but will sh- occasionally show up to, like, a game at St. Paul uh, oh, where right. he'll, uh, uh, you know uh, – Take over as a ticket taker and 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 just talk to everybody as they enter 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 the stadium. It's kind of, kind of, kind of fun. Um, so, uh, but Mike Vex's whole main appeal is you know, for me is you know like keeping these minor league teams interesting and exciting, bring the fun, and that's kind of what Ira Lowenstein did. You know, we need your girls to do a little something out there. You know, make it fun. Make you know show them what you got. You know. And, uh, and and honestly, when we were doing this 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 whole thing, Mike Beck was the first guy I thought of for any of these characters. I was like, I was like, well, Mike Beck's Ira Lowenstein. Uh, just you know, the whole bring the fun attitude, you know, and mm. and, and and the way to uh, you know that they're uh, you know pushing the excitement of the league and and, and whatnot. So uh, so he he was my choice for uh, Ira Lowenstein. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I've already highlighted him. I, I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to acquiesce to that choice. Okay. Yeah, just because of I, I like I I I like uh, I like mine. Um, I like yours better. I like them. Um, right. What do you want to do next? Walter Harvey. Okay. Want me to give you mine first? Sure. Uh, Walter Harvey uh, was um, uh, in the movie, the guy who was looked at as one of the owners uh, mm-hmm. that was um, behind uh, the... Uh, forming the league. Uh, forming the league, you know, but he was obviously only in for it, uh, you know, temporarily for the money, um, to, to have something for the fans, to watch baseball, um, he was uh, he was one of the guys in, in the movie that was specifically based on a real character, and they and 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 they just used a different name. He was based on uh, what's his face Wrigley. Phil Wrigley, uh, yeah. Phil owned the Chicago, and instead of you know Wrigley Gum, it was the Harvey Bar, and but uh, but but still they were both the owners of the Chicago major of a Chicago major league team. Yes. And played yes. by Gary Marshall, who was Penny Marshall's father, and uh, a, a fun character actor in his own right. Yeah, yeah, passed away recently. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I decided to pick a player, uh, but 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 in the end, um, Ira Lowenstein talked him into keeping it going. 
So it yes. wasn't just about business. It was uh, it was something that he felt uh, was good in his heart. Um, if you have anybody better than this, I am going to be shocked. Okay. I have Mike Illich. Who okay. is the owner of is he the owner of the Cleveland Indians? He was he was the owner of the Detroit Tigers. He passed Detroit away Tigers. a couple of months ago. Yep. And uh, all, this 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 is a good choice. Definitely a good choice. I like it. He's also the owner of uh, Little Caesars Pizza. Okay. Um uh, that's that's how he made his money. He's also an incredibly philanthropic guy. Um donates massive amounts uh, to charity. Um, has children's charities, uh, uh, charities for veterans, and little did people know. You remember the name uh, Rosa Parks? Yes. He actually, uh, not famously, when Rosa Parks um, moved, uh, or I don't know where she actually was from, but was in Detroit. He actually moved her and paid her rent for her so she could live in a safe neighborhood. For the rest I did of know life. that. Yeah, I did know that. So he so, sounds well, like a much better guy than Walter Harvey. Uh, it, yes, but <laughs> I wanted to get. <laughs> but you don't know everything about Walter Harvey. He gave, you know, Jimmy Dugan a chance. Right. He gave the women a chance. Right. Uh, sure. And when he found out that he wasn't making money, he continued with the league, and it's sort of philanthropic. Uh, because it was no longer a profit endeavor. Okay, Ira, we'll keep it going. And he had yeah. that blah, 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 and, you know, that inner city way about him, which Mike Illich from Detroit also had that inner city way about him. Okay. Uh, and, that, and that's who I picked. Okay. I, I, and I the order of great hairpiece. Yeah. I went with a guy that you probably have never heard of. Um, Walter Harvey was the guy that started this league. I went with a guy named John T. Powers. You know who John T. Powers is? John C. Powers. God. John T. T. As in as in Tim. John T. Powers. Nope, don't know who he is. Okay. John T. Powers was a guy that back in 1912 tried to start an upstart uh, uh, baseball league called the Columbian League, and uh, and it was going to be an upstart league, and they were going to bring players in from the major leagues and. And uh, uh, they weren't able to um, get it done because right before the season started, a bunch of investors pulled out, so they never played a game. But a couple of years after that, he did form the Federal League in 1914. And the Federal League was successful in, yes, uh, was. in, bring, in, in bringing some uh, some major league players over. Yeah. Uh, they, only la- they only lasted two years, but he had... He, he had a good idea. It was he, he wanted to put in. Uh, it was eight teams. He wanted to put four teams in uh, cities that were major league level cities, and then uh, put in uh, four teams in, in uh, what he considered to be secondary cities to build up um, some type of fan base uh, there. Uh, cities like Indianapolis and uh, and uh, Buffalo, I believe. Um, so uh, you know. Uh, the, the federal league was was something that uh, that um, to this day it's 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 argued whether the statistics count toward as a professional baseball league is you know was it 
was the talent level as good as the American League and National League at the time? Um, probably not. And there were there were some uh, some some crazy seasons in there. Um, um, but it's 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 definitely an interesting little chunk of baseball baseball history. And John T. Powers was the guy that that really um, was responsible for getting for 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 getting it going. So that's who I pick. But I but I but I like your pick as well. Uh, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Yeah, the, all, the, more, the federal league stats are actually on baseball reference. They are, and they're considered to be. But but some people don't believe that they should be. Let's just put it that way. I think the most yeah. famous name that jumped to the uh, to the federal league was Hal Chase. Um, uh, Walter Johnson actually signed a uh, a three year contract to pitch. I think for the Chicago Whales, uh, but. Um, I forget who the uh, who the owner of the uh, was it Clark Griffin Clark Griffin or oh, okay. Griffin uh, for the Washington Senators uh, okay. went to um, went to uh, Walter Johnson's hometown and and, and basically convinced him to uh, to uh, to stay on. So, uh, but anyway, I I just kind of like the whole idea of an upstart guy starting a new league, kind of like what Walter Harvey did. So. Mm-hmm. There you go. Okay. Got and who did you pick? Um, what was the name of the guy? Who, who did you pick again? Mike Illich. Mike Illich, right. Yeah. Right. Um, all right. Uh, now we're going to have fun. This is so freaking great. This is so great. I love this shit. <laughs> now I understand your, your comment of just talking to the corporate. <laughs> we get this mic pulled out. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you tonight? Um, <laughs> we, we've got Doris, Marla, Donnie Kitt, and Jimmy Dugan. Um, yep. Can you at least tell me who you want to do last? Could you tell me that much? No, I'm letting you run the whole thing. Okay, okay. Um, I'm, I, right now, I'm, not, I'm, uh, I'm in J- Jimmy Dugan only because I'm looking at my answer, and uh, um, and I'm, I'm more curious who yours is. I'm gonna. Can I tell you mine, and then you can sure. you can trump me. Okay, sure. Um, as 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 Mr. B, uh, Mike uh, said, yes. Uh, most people realize that uh, Jimmy Dugan was named after Jimmy Fox. I mean, it was based yes. after Jimmy Fox. He was kind of based on two players, Jimmy oh, Fox, and um, uh, oh God, who's the RBI guy from uh, from from Chicago? Hack Wilson. Hack Wilson. Hack Wilson. It's mm-hmm. kind, it's kind of you know the whole uh, you know I, you know I hit you know. You know, three home runs in the World Series for you too, and whatever. I was Hack Wilson, um, but the fifty whatever home runs and whatever that was that that was Jimmy Fox. So 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 yeah, and and of course Jimmy Fox, uh, notably uh, uh, as a uh, uh, you know alcoholic, uh, you know uh, big 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 time drinker. Um, so was Hack Wilson. Uh, you know, he, oh, he had the keg gosh, barrel, yeah. Yeah. the keg barrel body, and also the keg keg barrel. Uh, lifestyle well the person i'm going to go with and and, and just bear with me um mm-hmm. there's, there's a there's a trivia question um that uh that most people don't know and i think it's something goes along the line of who was on the field there's only one person who was on the field when hank aaron and sadahara all broke the home run records um and uh and the answer um is uh is Charlie Manuel. 
Okay. Uh, oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Okay. Charlie Manuel, if you, Tank Aaron hit his home run off of Al Downing and the Dodgers, and Charlie Manuel was with the Dodgers at the time, and he went over to Japan when Sadahara O broke Aaron's record for home runs. He was actually playing for uh, for the, the opposing team as well. Um, Charlie Manuel's got like, if you count his minor league and uh, and Japanese league stats, he's got like a crazy number of home runs, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. He he was a he was a big home run hitter over in Japan. Um, and, and in the minors. Uh, what's that? And in the minors, I believe. Well, the. He, he came up with Minnesota, and he had a very, very rough life. His father committed suicide um, when he was sick, and he, so he he actually got into an Ivy League college and couldn't go because he had to sign um, with Minnesota and get some money to help support his mother and father. And you know, and he, of course, he, as you mentioned, was a really, really good um, hitter. Um, at some points in the minor leagues, I'll say, you know, I mean, he, he had he had his, um, had his good years and had his had his average years, but he never could make it as a major leaguer. Um, he went to uh, Japan and he had a very hard life. He actually, when he was in the minor leagues, got hit in the face with a pitch and he had to rebuild his his cheek. When he went over to Japan, someone in Japan hit him in the face and there was basically nothing left to hold his face together, so they just put metal plates in his face. Um, and, right. and did some surgeries. Um, then when he played um, played ball, uh, you know, he was all banged up. He came back to the United States and became a minor league manager. Then became um, a major league manager. And he had a call, he had a colon. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, he always used to wear a uh, jacket like Buck Showalter. Except the reason he wore a jacket is because he had a colostomy bag <laughs> underneath his jacket. <laughs> Did you know that? No, I didn't. Right. So, you know, not exactly the perfect character, but a big home run hitter. He was a manager. A little bit of a hothead at times. Had sure, a rough yeah. life. So, uh, so that's who I picked for Jimmy Dugan. Okay. Um, I like it. Um, that's probably probably better than mine. Uh, I'm going to give you that. But uh, I'm going to explain why I gave I, I picked who I picked. Um, all right. Uh, so the guy that I'm picking, similar to Jim Dugan, was an alcoholic and kind of resurrected his life as, instead of it being, you know, women's baseball, he, res- he, he became a minor league uh, manager and actually was, uh, you know, minor league manager of the year one year, which, you know, you might be able to say that you know Jimmy Dugan was kind of like the manager of the year for uh, for, for for that team. Uh, this is a guy that had uh, he had a long career. His name was Raleigh Hemsley. Raleigh Hemsley. Oh no! Was a catcher with a nineteen year uh, year career. Stats aren't anywhere near like what a Jimmy Dugan would would have been. So I'm not even gonna 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 go there. But the thing that's famous about him was that he was an alcoholic <laughs> and. And he's actually the first person, he made history. He was the first person to break the anonymity of, of Alcoholics Anonymous, coming out and telling um, uh, the press in 1940 that uh, Alcoholics Anonymous basically saved his life and saved his, saved his career. Uh, you know, people back then didn't, didn't, um, didn't admit to it. 
you know. The anonymous part was 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 uh, was a big thing. But so he was the first public figure ever ever to break that an- anonymity. And like I said, in, in 1950, he, he he became minor league manager of the year with the Columbus Redbirds. Uh, so um, it was kind of I, I focused more on the drinking. Well, I mean, Charlie Manuel was 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 a drunk drunk too. Uh, Charlie Manuel was also a big time home run hitter. Uh, yeah. So I think your I think your choice is is definitely better. I, I I I there were some obvious guys that I could have gone with, and obviously we you know we we could have just picked Jimmy Fox or or uh, or Hack Wilson. Um, and, and Mr. Uh, B here wrote uh, Bruce Bochy or Billy Martin or Jimmy Fox. So yeah yeah Jimmy he was based on you know uh, you know I was thinking Ralph Kiner who sounded later in his life like like he was. A, uh, a, a a big time alcoholic, but that was mostly to do with the stroke that he had. Um, uh, you know, but but Kiner was a, was a big time home run hitter. Um, you know, I was I was looking for that. Uh, you know, big time home run hitter. I, I was even kind of even thinking of a guy like Mickey Mantle, who uh, uh, who would have been a good cop. Uh, you know, whose whose career. You know. You know, Tom Tom Hanks at one point, as Jimmy Dugan says, you know, I could have played three or four more years if it wasn't for you know the injuries, and plus for you know his knee and whatever. And, and certainly, uh, 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 Mickey Mantle uh, at the time when he retired was still the Yankees' best hitter. And if it wasn't for his injuries, he probably could have played another three or four years. And a lot of that had to do, and a lot of that had to do what he did to his body over the years with 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 the drinking and whatnot. But I went with this guy that I never heard of just because I liked his story. I liked the fact that he, you know, uh, you know, AA saved his life, and and uh, and uh, and he became the minor league manager of the year with uh, with with uh, Columbus. So. Wait, did you research and find him, or did you know who he was? Never heard of him before today. Oh, okay. I thought I was in the back of my mind. I'm like, did you hear of him at an AA meeting? I was, you know. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. AA, AA is for quitters. <laughs> uh, it's also a place to pick up easy women, but that's just, you know, rumor. Um, AA is for quitters. It's funny. Um <laughs> We've got we've got three more here. We've got Marla, Doris, four. Kit, and Dottie. Four, right? Yeah. Yeah. Four more. I'm going to go with uh, Kit. Okay. So uh, since I'm driving this, so uh, go ahead, give me your best Kit. All right. So uh, Kit, played by Laura Petty, uh, Lori Petty, uh, was a pitcher, and she Thank was a spunky, spunky younger sister of uh, of uh, Dottie Henson. Uh, one of the two people driving the story in the, in, in the movie, um, talented certainly, but she was certainly overshadowed by her more talented older sibling. So I went with somebody who was also talented, but was uh, overshadowed by his older brother, and I went with uh, Billy Ripken. Exactly uh, who I went with. Is it <laughs> exactly who I went with? <laughs> It's funny as I was. This was the one where where you came up with you know knowing that uh, you know Robin Yan had a brother, uh, yeah. you know Tony Tony Gwynn, all these other kind of things. Everybody that I kept trying to find that had the lesser career was the older sibling. Uh, I, you know, initially Mike Max jumped off the page because I was like, oh, pitcher, uh, you know, overshadowed, but by his, but I'm like, oh, Mike Max is older, and uh, and uh, and about Wilton Guerrero, same thing. Wilton Guerrero was older. So that's why I want to put Billy Ripken. 
Yep. Yep. That's uh That was the uh, easy one, I guess, huh? Yeah, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm really, 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 really glad you went there. Because I said there's some that I have that are that are so good um, uh, that I they, they were just so obvious. And I, Billy Ripken was the obvious one, so I'm glad you went there. Um, okay. Oh, Doris. Doris, Doris. Doris. Doris Murphy, played by Rosie O'Donnell. Third baseman, one of the best hitters in the league. Yep. I think we might have the same... I think we might have the same person here, too. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure. So I'm going to let you go first. Um, yeah, I, 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 I kind of – there's somebody out there, and I couldn't think of who it was. Um, but uh, – and eventually I, I was going through a whole list of people. I wanted people who were very competitive. I wanted people who were um, loud, uh, people who were stout. Um, okay. You know the type of person that you'd want on your team, and you'd hate if they were on another team. Um, and uh, I went with a third baseman. Okay, um, better I. Uh, Kevin Euclid is who I went with. Oh, okay. All uh, right, Kevin Kevin Euclid, uh was not a very beloved uh, player. Very loud, well, very obnoxious. He, he certainly was for Boston. Um, right, but I'm saying you know other other teams you know didn't like him. Uh, there's uh, there's a whole bunch of stories about his obnoxiousness, um, his uh, his dirtiness uh, of, of how he played, ultra competitive, uh, loud um, player, and that's okay. what I think. Uh, I also went with a third baseman. I went with a, a rotund third baseman uh, who also happened to be a great slugger. And no, I did not pick Pablo Sandoval. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but like I said, Doris was one of the best hitters on the team. You know, you know, mm-hmm. her, Dottie, Marla were the were, 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 were the three best players on the team. Uh, I went with Bob Horner, uh, third baseman. Oh, uh, God, that's uh, so good. Uh, who, who, let's say, was a bit chubby, uh, great power hitter, um, uh, yeah, uh, uh, just really, really good, uh, really good player. Uh, kind of a short career, right? You know, uh, when, uh, when when talking about, um, you know, uh, you know what kind of player he was, he uh, he, he didn't play much into his thirties, right? No, he they, they, he's one of those guys. They say he ate himself out of the game. I was thinking about that famous uh, uh, scene where she, you know, dives for a ball in the stands and comes up with a hot dog in her mouth. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And which also led me to think of another guy that we, that, that I picked, um, um, that I picked for another movie. And I can't remember what movie it was, but I picked a guy for, for the Detroit Tigers who uh, who uh, went and got a couple of hot dogs in between the innings and put one of them in his in his uh, in, in, in his. Uh, in, uh, do you remember this guy that we talked about? Oh, it sounds familiar, but yeah, I, I can't remember. The, I can't remember the name either. But uh, I'll, I'll I'll think of it and and, and let you know. Um, Bob, yeah, Bob Horner was one of the best uh, college players in history, and he was actually yeah. a starting third baseman for the Braves. He was 20 years old, and yep. uh, 
lots of home runs and just got fatter and fatter. He you know, moved him to first base. Then he went to Japan, had a great year in Japan, came back a year later, played a little bit for St. Louis and was done. Yep. Um, and I thought by now he'd like look like Boog Powell, but if you see Bob Warner now, he actually he looks okay. He looks, he looks okay, yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> but that's a good one. I'm gonna have to think on that. <laughs> All right. All right. So we just got Marla Hooch and Dottie Hinton left. Uh, I'll whoever you want to do, go go for it. Go for it. Dottie. Oh, you're saving Marla Hooch for last. Yes. Because <laughs> because we're both gonna get mean. Uh, correct. Do, do you want me to go first with Dottie? Uh, no, no, because you're going to have a better one than me. Cause this no, is I'm one not. That I... no, I, I'm actually not. Okay, good. All right, so I, uh, I, I kind of stayed away from the uh, from the sibling thing because I already took care of that with, with Kit Keller, uh, and it was just got exhausting looking, looking into it. So I kind of focused on catcher, one great year, because uh, you know she only stayed in the year, uh, you know, in, in the league one year. Mm-hmm. Um, I picked a guy that actually, you know, he he had a good career, but he had one year where he was clearly the best catcher in baseball, and I went with Chris Hoyles. Uh, he oh, was true. career. Do you remember Chris Hoyles? Uh, catcher yeah, from the, the uh, um, he was on the, the Orioles. Orioles. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, back back in the nineties, uh, his career. His career was really good. 262, 366, 467 for a catcher is is amazing. But in 1993, he uh, he went uh, 310, 416, 585 with 29 home runs. I mean, he was Mike Piazza basically before Mike Piazza. Uh, he could have been uh, another guy that I thought of was Mike Stanley, who had a, who had a couple of really big years. Uh, but Mike Stanley had a really long career. He played for like 18, 18 years. Chris Hoyles was was more of a, you know, he had a, he had a good like three or four year peak, but he had nineteen ninety three was clearly his best season. Uh, so I, I, I kind of went simple and went with baseball with this. I, I went with a, a catcher that had one great season, Chris Hoyles. Okay. Um, yeah. I, I went. I, mean, I I went right down. Of the fairway, uh, and I said, "Let me think of a catcher who uh, was a uh, um, team leader um, that was uh, by far known as the leader of the team. Uh, was a good player, um, was a good captain on the field, and came from uh, um, a baseball family." <laughs> and I went with Yachty. Yachty, okay, yeah. Yachty. I mean, yeah. he's definitely somebody that I thought of. You know, he's definitely the best of the Molinas. Um, you're right. That is, that is uh, you know, right down the fairway. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at Mr. Uh-huh. B. Russell Martin. He can do splits and split heads mixed martial arts. Type of thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, that's that's why he went with um, for, for Dottie. Um, and I don't think Yachty has a dynamic personality, um, uh, much like uh, Dottie, not a very dynamic personality either. So that's who I went with. Hmm. Um, okay. I kind of think she had, she did have a big personality, but yeah. <laughs> oh no, I'm talking about like um, she, yeah, she, she did not have a fun personality. That's what I'm saying. She was, uh, she might have been too competitive. 
she's very competitive, and that's Nadia Molina, extremely competitive. Right. Right. So that's what, that's who I went with. Okay. All right. So we're going to finish it up with Marla Hooch. <laughs> with the Benton. <laughs> yes. Oh uh, what a God. what a hitter. What a what hitter. a lead. <laughs> Sorry. Um, All right. So what do we know yeah. about Mar- what do we know about Marla Hooch? Marla Hooch was the second baseman for the team. Yeah. Uh, she was played by Megan Cavanaugh. Um, I guess, like I said, between her and Dottie, the two best hitters on the uh, on, on on the team, and maybe in the league, followed by uh, followed by uh, what did what did her father say? If she was, you know, she she if she was from. She, if she was, if she was a, a, a boy, he'd be talking to the New York Yankees. Yeah. Instead of being here in this dump. <laughs> yeah, she'd be, she'd be in Yankee Stadium. Uh, a switch hitter. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. All right, so uh, you want to tell me who you picked? She, yeah, I, I, I couldn't focus on the uh, on the switch hitting. Um, the, uh, on the On the switch hitting uh, part of it, so I'm, I'm sorry to say, um, what, I definitely want you to, to, to finish this. But I went with, when I think of Marla, I think of power. She's a power hitter. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, and she was a, um, uh, maybe a, maybe a below average defender, if that's, if that's you know, somewhat, Fair to say that that is that fair to say? Well, uh, I don't know. They never really we don't, we about don't her. know. That's that's my point. We don't. Right. We just don't know. Right. Okay. And 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 that's and that's the point I wanted to make. You just don't know if she was. So okay. <laughs> I can't believe I'm, I'm doing this. So I went um, with uh, and and and. Remember, she was. She, when did Dottie end up coming up, coming out and be taking or helping to take over the team? What was Dottie? What was Marla about to do? Get married? No, no, no. She was going to bunt. Remember? Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, it was. You know, she was the best hitter on the team. Uh, uh, she was being called called for. Uh, no, uh, Dottie called, who was managing basically called for a bunt, and, and he was like, what are you doing? you got to swing away, whatever like that. What are you, stupid? Right. Yeah, what are you, stupid? Right. <laughs> that's, that's correct. Um, so, so but but also not a very good-looking player, you, you, you might say. I'll just keep saying it. What a hitter. <laughs> right, what a hitter. So I went with a, with a hitter who was not known for bunting. In fact, he only had one bunt attempt in his entire major league career. <laughs> okay. okay. And it actually worked. Uh yeah, that's how yeah, that that's how that's a crazy Mike in, in nineteen ninety four, um uh, Mark Mike Hargrove took this player um and and had him bunt and it was a successful bunt and it was the only time in his entire major league career that he bunted. And he is ugly as sin and I went with Jim Tomei. What a hitter! <laughs> uh, okay, so here I'm going to disagree with you about Jim Tomey being ugly. He is, he is, he is a monument of a man. <laughs> he is. Oh, Jim Tomey is not a good-looking guy. He's like he's Mason Reese with power. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, he's uh, not a good-looking guy. All right, nope. uh, I'll, I'll give you that. Um, well, I did focus on um, being a great hitter, um, so I picked, a, uh, and I actually did pick someone who's a switch hitter. I didn't even realize it until I mentioned that she was a switch hitter. Yeah, but I did pick somebody who was a switch hitter. Um, but mostly I focused on what a good hitter this person was. And basically when you saw him physically, all you can say is what a hitter. <laughs> okay. I went with Willie McGee. What a, <laughs> what a hitter. <laughs> oh, one of, one, and, and basically anytime I saw Willie oh. McGee, I was kind of hoping that it would be from, about as far away as as the newsreel showed Marla, Marla Hooch from. <laughs> yeah. There was no amount of uh, Helena Rubenstein, uh, um, you know, class class training that was gonna that was gonna turn Willie McGee into in, into a good looking guy. You know. There's there's a book. I don't know if it's a it's a, a real book. Um, it 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 is. It, it is a movie. It's called Born Ugly, <laughs> the Willie McGee story. <laughs> Did you know that? No, I didn't. I didn't. He was suing. It's the Willie McGee story, and it was called Born Ugly, how America's beautiful game was captivated by one ugly man. <laughs> you oh, believe this God. shit? <laughs> he was. He wasn't. He was. He was. He was an ugly, ugly dude, man. But guy yeah. hit three guy hit three fifty three in nineteen eighty five and won the MVP and and uh, batted three thirty five another season uh, before he was traded he was he batted three thirty five with St Louis in nineteen ninety and they still traded him to Oakland yeah. uh, that 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 season which is which is pretty pretty fucking amazing to me um, but when any whenever anybody's talking about Hall of Fame ugly guys. They definitely mentioned uh, 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 Willie McGee. So that's that's that. I was kind of looking at Hall of Fame ugly guys, and and, that, and, 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 and you know, nothing against Marla Hooge, who was quite the hitter, I hear. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> Willie McGee, interestingly enough, drafted by the Yankees, but uh, yeah, the um, first rounder they traded him. Yeah, tra- traded him to. Uh, he was Yankees pick overall in 1977. Traded uh, in 1981 to uh, to the Cardinals for uh, Bill Sykes. Yeah, Bill Sykes. Bill Sykes. That's his name. Yeah. 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 And, and Willie McGee is actually, I think, the only player to win a batting title. Bob, at, Bob, Bob Sykes. Bob Sykes. Bob Sykes. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. He won the batting title for the National on the League. Team finished, he, on the team he wasn't finished on. The, yeah. Finished the uh, the season in the in the American League. Right. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, but he had some, you know, had some decent seasons after that, you know. Um, uh, you know, he uh, in 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 nineteen, uh, was uh, I think that was nineteen yeah, ninety. Then he went over to San, San Francisco, and uh, he batted three twelve with uh, three fifty seven. Uh, in three years in San Francisco, four years actually before he was traded, he batted three twelve, two ninety seven, three hundred one. So I mean, this is a guy that finished with a two ninety five. Uh, batting average, yeah, good, good player. No, you know, no, no, no pop. 
with, uh, you know, to speak of. Didn't even hit crack 100 homers, 79 homers for his year, for his career. Well, he, he didn't. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, but he, you know, stole a bunch of bases and and was a and was a you know, it was a batting average guy. So, and uh, actually, you know, he he was a when uh, one year with uh, San Francisco, he was a right field platoon with Daryl Strawberry, who I had forgotten yeah. played played for the Giants. Yes. Yeah, yeah. McGee, McGee and Strawberry played were the platoon outfielder for the Giants. Uh, was that ninety? Was that '94? Uh, I don't know what year it was. I know it was Barry Bonds, Daryl Strawberry, um, Matt Williams. Because McGee was pretty much a starter for his first three years with the Giants, and uh, in '94 he only uh, he only uh, played. Uh, yeah, uh, Daryl Strawberry uh, played. Uh, actually, Daryl Strawberry had 113 played appearances. He had 176. Uh, had somebody else who was playing. Uh, Mark Carrion. Had a bunch had a bunch of uh, play appearances too, and Dave Martinez. Oh, so. Mark Carrion, one of those uh, guys who's like Ricky Henderson, threw lefty and hit righty. Threw lefty and hit righty, yes. One of the few. So, very, 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 very cool. Um, and he's oh, well, actually um, interesting. Uh, Mike here says that Judge. Um, <laughs> Uh, that Jim told me is handsome when compared to Judge, uh, and uh, Judge equals Lurch from the Adams family. Did you happen to hey, see the picture? <laughs> all, all, all the Judge has to do is get those uh, tombstone teeth fixed. Yes. <laughs> and then, yes. And, and and then and then you'll be singing a different tune. He's a handsome big man. He, uh, it's it, it's it's a wonderful thing what he's doing. It really, really is. Yeah. Well, he didn't uh, do quite enough tonight to uh, to uh, get me to win against your son. So, uh, boo, boo, hiss. Oh, is it, it's official? Eh, pretty much. Eh. Oh wow. He's he's, he's not going to get up this inning, and uh, and I'm, I'm losing by nine points. So it's it's over. Look at that! Wow. Look so at that. What did the Tin Men do? Did the Tin Men uh, they they beat Kenny Powers or they lose to Kenny Powers? Uh, I, don't even, I don't even know. We can discuss that another time. Okay. okay. The people in our audience don't don't care about our, our our fantasy league. I thought we're just talking to the cornfields. That's true. That's true. Well, no, you know, no. now 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 we're gonna now we've been talking for over two hours. I knew this one was gonna go long because of a league of their own. So, uh, anything else you want to say? Uh, no, no. I, I, well done. Thank you so much for doing this on Mother's Day. This was yep. Happy uh, Mother's Day to all you mothers out there, and uh, <laughs> we will uh, we will do this again next week. Um, and so we're signing up from the cornfield. We're gonna go disappear like ghosts into, into the cornfield. Gosh, take gosh, it easy, kid. <laughs> Good night, guys. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.